0: What's going on, guys, and welcome to episode 167 of the Taste the Caster weekly podcast where we talk all things gaming. My name's Seth, and of course, joining me today on my left, your right is Chevy. Chevy, hopefully you're doing well. Hopefully you're ready to have a conversation about all the topics we have to cover today. And yeah, how you doing? Doing okay. Uh got a trip coming up soon, so I'm
1: very excited. Mentally in the the state to be to travel. <laughs> yeah i'm excited i haven't got to do anything in a couple of years so yeah
0: no i feel it i uh, i got a couple things this year i want to do as well because i'm making up for a uh, lost time in the last two years and uh, on that note we discussed it a little bit outside of the show but um we i mean if if you're on vacation i'm not too worried about if uh you're on the show or not unless you want to be but you were saying you're open to possibly doing that um from location wherever you're at yeah so i mean it'd be from my
1: phone but yeah
0: which uh, we can we can play with the details on that, but you know, I'm not too worried about it. If you're on vacation doing your thing, you know, don't you don't have to schedule that. But we can discuss that further. But uh, if you don't see Chevy on the show in what a week,
1: first week of June,
0: first week of June, <laughs> uh, he's somewhere else. So um, yeah. Um, All right, so before we jump into what we've been playing, I got a couple quick reminders I want to throw out there real quick. Uh, We got games on PlayStation Plus, FIFA 22, Tribes of Midgard, and Curse of the Dead Gods. We'll be discussing that this weekend for uh, Plus Club, so make sure to play those, come back, and talk to us about those in a couple days. And then in the beginning of next week, we'll be reviewing Oxygen Not Included, which is our randomly picked game of the month, and we'll be picking a brand new game of the month uh, as well, so stay tuned for that. We've got two episodes coming up. Uh, down the pipeline very soon also i want to remind people we have tasty flicks if you want to check out our movies and anime content we are currently trying to still pick the next anime we're going to watch we finished uh demon slayer season one um and uh we reviewed that so check that out over on tasty flicks we will at some point continue season two um i don't know if we're gonna do that right off the bat or try something else out but I've got a lot of suggestions. You have a list, so we have plenty of things to watch. So, uh, still taking recommendations. So, throw that in the comments if you want to, but we're trying to figure that out. So, anyway, Tasty Flix, check that out. And then also, I've been putting time into you, or not YouTube, I have been doing that for a long time. Uh, TikTok, I uh, have been regularly posting on TikTok for like the last two weeks and have gotten it to, uh, 2000 followers which is wild so uh we've got some subscribers here from there so if you're here from tiktok welcome to the channel welcome to the community this is hq home base so uh yeah join the conversation here but uh yeah i appreciate everyone over there as well um so yeah check me out on tiktok if you're here and you have tiktok check me out um yeah, so uh, before we jump into what we've been playing, let's talk real quick about something that I think is very interesting, and that is leak news. There's so many leaks coming out lately. It's uh, Everything's so leaky. Uh, the leak being Norman Reedus has confirmed, unless he's trolling, that Death Strand 2 for sure is in development. Uh, I could show you guys the article, but I pretty much know all the details. He was interviewed about the end of an era with Walking Dead via something called Leo magazine, I think. And uh, he was discussing a lot of things. They kind of asked him how he got in touch with Kojima. He's talking about how him and Guillermo del Toro have a good relationship. And Guillermo hit him up and was like, hey, a dude's going to call you. Just say yes. And he's like, who is he? He's like, look, just say yes to you know whatever the project is. And it was Hideo Kojima about Death Stranding. He showed him a bunch of stuff about Silent Hills. He got really excited about it and uh, thought it looked really cool. And then he started talking about how they just start production with Death Stranding 2. And that was it. Just nonchalantly threw that out there. Uh, in response to that, after that came out, uh, Hideo Kojima posted a bunch of pictures on Twitter. And it said, in quotes, go to your private room, my friend. And he's holding a bat in one of the pictures, uh, the one from The Walking Dead with the barbed wire on it. And then another picture, he's holding it over Norman Maurice's head, like Norman Reese is in trouble. And uh, then they're, you know, hugging it out because they're buddies. So uh, I kind of feel like this is legit. I think he just completely leaked that on accident. Um, leaks typically are not fun, especially for us. We, we typically yeah. don't enjoy leaks. Uh, but for me personally, this one's pretty rough because Kojima, I know, likes to play with the buildup of his games, and this just completely deflated that. So it kind of sucks for me as a fan of his work that uh, you know this got leaked like this, unless it's so... 40 chess that this is on purpose and Kojima's fucking with us. But I don't want to go down that road because then you start playing around with the blue box theories of are they working with Kojima? And it starts getting too tinfoil hatty. So yeah. uh pretty much all I wanted to throw out there uh or ask you is uh what do you think about this? And uh do you like the way it came out and are you looking forward to a death straining too?
1: <clears throat> I mean, I uh I mean it's not very exciting to find out this way, obviously. No. Um Though I honestly i am not like super surprised, um, you know I I don't know, you know his relationship with with you know gaming in general is probably pretty you know minimal, minimal. and just kind of down to the the couple projects he has worked <laughs> on at this point, and uh, you know he maybe he just wasn't in that mindset that it was something that needed to be a secret um or maybe he was just under the assumption people knew
0: yeah so uh um, which shows just how disconnected he is from that world in gaming it tells me he's not really paying a whole lot of attention to what's being talked about in the news on gaming yeah and so he's just freely talking about shit like that
1: or it's just you know an, an earnest slip yeah um, you know humans make which mistakes happens. so um that being said as far as a a sequel to death stranding um Assuming it's a sequel, not just something that takes place in the same world or whatever, um, I, I'm excited by the prospect of that. Though after uh, without talking too much about the ending of Death Stranding, I am a little confused on uh, mm-hmm. where it would go. But I, uh, I'm sure Kojima uh, has got that all figured oh, out. he's already, got it figured so. out, even
0: if it doesn't make sense. He's got it figured out. Yeah.
1: So uh, yeah, it'd be cool. Uh, I'd be interested to see what kind of steps they take to maybe bring it to a more uh, broad audience because it mm-hmm. is i hate to use niche for this game but it's kind of a niche style game like yeah. it, um it's also not advertised super well uh gameplay wise so
0: yeah i know a lot was hidden especially uh the original version the director's cut they showed quite a bit more yeah. gameplay because the you know the cat's kind of out of the 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 bag, but um, but uh, yeah. Before there wasn't much shown, and then anybody who didn't play the game, anyone who calls the game a walking simulator, typically tells me they play the game, because like if you want, if you want to talk shit about it, if you want to be like, well, it's a bad idea, just say it's a generic. It's not, but it's just a generic third person action shooter, like any other game, because the all that's what it is, and it has a balancing and weight mechanic. But, like, if you actually played the game, you'd realize, like, the walking segment, where it's, like, a challenge to walk, you're doing a lot of walking, is the beginning of the game. After that, you're riding vehicles, you're using saying, contraptions, kind of you're zip it around. around. Yeah. At the end of the game, everybody's just zip lining over the fucking mountains. It's not a zip-line simulator. No one's making that claim. Yeah. So, anyway, that's I was, a whole other question. I, I
1: spent so much time on the motorcycle. It was ridiculous. Yeah. So. Yeah. But, uh, how did we get there?
0: The advertising was minimal yeah it didn't
1: show a lot it doesn't show a lot and and then of course it wasn't advertised into the ground yeah exactly okay uh i'm coming back from thinking about all that bullshit yeah um which did no justice because unfortunately if you say something enough times people just blindly believe things too so yeah
0: oh for sure um yeah so my my thoughts on this though uh, i kind of already said a little bit and i pretty much agree with what you just said but um it takes the thrill of the buildup away. Um, especially with Kojima cause he just like loves to build up to his games. Yeah. Um, I could have saw, you know, I wasn't expecting death stranding too at some point maybe, but like as of his next game, they, they kind of been talking ways that made it's like they're working on something else. Mm. So, um, it would have been a genuine surprise to see like at a Jeff Keighley event, fucking death stranding too. Cause of course they would be shown off at Jeff Keighley's because They're buddies. Um, and that would have been big hype. Yeah. And now I'm just kind of waiting for that to happen. Um, unless this whole thing's 4D chess. But. Unless it's 4D chess or he has multiple projects he's working on, which I don't think would be too crazy. Um, no, after the not. success of the last game, I feel like they could definitely be um, big enough or ambitious enough to work on two projects. I know he's been wanting to make a horror game, but Death Stranding kind of. Leans itself into that direction. It's not a horror game. Definitely, it, definitely has, has, it has horror themes for yeah. sure. You can tell, like a lot of the stuff. Maybe he was feeling for Silent Hills. Probably translated over to Death Stranding. It. Yeah, exactly, one hundred percent. And, uh, yeah. So anyway, it, it sucks that we found out this way. If it is true, and I believe it is, it just makes sense. Um, and I feel bad for Kojima, but when it comes to a sequel of Death Stranding, I would love it. I loved Death Stranding. It was my game of the year that year. Not a big surprise. I'm a Kojima fanboy. Um, and so yeah, another game would be fantastic. Um, you know, expanded on what they already did, which I thought was great. I love the gameplay of Death Stranding. Um, maybe make the storytelling a little better. It's not even bad. It's just it could be better. Um, because it's kind of segmented in these like pockets of like, oh, you visit this person and yeah, a thing happens, and this person. Um, but it's kind of nice too because a lot of the the experience that I loved about the game was the not necessarily the loneliness but the isolation of traveling um in a dangerous zone and really feeling every footstep and every uh even driving the motorcycle every you know mile every every inch of traveling in that game felt like it was your journey more than almost any game i've ever played in my life and uh and yeah i really enjoyed that so well and you definitely like earn you get a
1: sense of like i earn this when you like conquer certain environments like when you first start having to go through snow and stuff god i hated it
0: (laughs) well yeah and they could introduce whole new kinds of biomes and different ways to go about it With the director's cut the amount of shit they added with that i still haven't played that um gives me excuse to buy it on pc now though because they they brought out to pc right um you know they they could get really creative with the next game so um especially with the way the game ends like you know there's a lot of uh question marks so um, for sure. Yeah. So anyway, to kind of wrap it up, I'm definitely excited for death strength too. I'm very excited. Um, I am slightly disappointed that, that we're not for sure. And I don't know for sure, but getting a different project from Kojima. Cause I kind of, as much as I love Gear solid, it's my favorite series of all time. I'm kind of glad he was forced to stop working on it because it, it got him to work on a new game. I got a new Kojima game. Even though he was technically working on a new game, yeah, 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 and <laughs> I got uh, fucked out of it. Yeah, for sure. But um, he he got forced to make this, and I love the game, so I'm better off for it. Um, and I would love to see him make a whole other IP as well. Um, I'd love to see just new realms for him to explore. Um, they'll take Death Strand too. I absolutely want it, and then yeah, the way he's leaked sucks. Norman Reedus needs to keep his mouth shut. Apparently, early on, too, he had mentioned that there were negotiations for that. I remember hearing about that, but didn't think much about it. Um, but he was in negotiations for Death Strand too, so he's just been fucking leaking left and right. So, if you got him on a project, uh, you need to uh, keep his mouth shut, but yeah, um, anything else on that topic? Not really. All right, let us know in the comments, what do you guys think about Death Stranding 2? Are you excited? Are you not excited? What do you think about Death Stranding? What do you think about Norman Reedus not being able to keep his fucking mouth shut? And what do you think about Hideo Kojima uh, wanting to crack his head open with a bat because uh, now he can't play with us and make fake uh, developers, fake websites, uh, tease a bunch of weird shit, or come out uh, to... crazy applause at a jeff keely event um what do you think about uh any of that that we talked about let us know what you think about in the comments below all right let's jump into what we've been playing where we talk about what we've been playing and it's been about seven or eight days since we last filmed uh i think tastecast maybe nine days it's been a little bit so it's been over a week so I have a pretty decent list, but uh, is your list big? No. No? Okay, how about you go first? <clears throat> All right. Um,
1: playing Final Fantasy XIV still. Uh finished leveling my dancer. Uh, got it geared up so that I can raid with it if need be. Um, we have potential big fat maybe um, person to like hop in and potentially get to start raiding on Saturdays again. So... Uh, But they play my class, so I uh, opted to level something else so that they could just easily go into that because I don't mind flexing. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Uh, Let's see what else I. What the heck is that plus game? FIFA 22. I played a little bit of FIFA 22. Tribes of Midgard. With a community member. You uh, played FIFA with somebody. Yeah. What? Um, I would be willing to sit down and and play another multiplayer match if you need to play it still. Um, we'll discuss how. that. Yeah. And then Curse of the, then, the Dead Gods. Was that the other one? Um, Tribes of Midgard. Which one's the rogue like. I played that one a little bit. They're both kind of a rogue like. But yeah, uh, Curse of the Dead Gods is like the hard rogue like. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. uh, played that a little bit, and then. What else did I play? I have not played a lot lately. Uh, Oh, I played some Loop Hero, like literally yesterday uh, while I was watching (laughs) some YouTube. Uh, I am so rusty at the game and I forgot everything. And one of the resources I need comes from like vampires that turn to bats, but I couldn't remember how to get them to turn to bats. And so I was just like...
0: It's interesting how the game kind of has like a puzzle system to it where like to get certain things you have to strategize. Yeah,
1: like I accidentally, because it had been such a uh, a long time since the last time i played i had accidentally created mermaids which i didn't even want and then i had to deal with them Nobody does. and i was like i don't have the the build for this i didn't like set up for this so mm. um but i mean i love that game it's it's like such an easy game to just kind of like sit down and play i was like knocking out some youtube content or uh content youtube <laughs> videos while i was um you know playing and whatnot so mm. um also knocking out like one of my mobile games same time type of deal so um yeah it's a it's a good time i i think that's one of those games like and i've said it many times if if you just want to play something and kind of have like minimal uh involvement outside of like planning um
0: it's great for that so but yeah um, yeah, it's uh when I do play it, I really enjoy it, but it's a game I try not to play too much just because I can sit there and just idly play it. Yeah. Um, and anytime I do play it, I'm enjoying myself. I'm always impressed with how simplistic it is and how how much there is to it for how simple it is. Yeah. But then I'm like, I could be spending this time with a game that like I feel like I would be getting more out of. Even and I'm not even saying that as an insult. It's just like, you know, I could be playing a game that's one of my forever games or progressing towards things I've been working fucking you know hundreds of hours towards and then I play a game like that and I'm like I feel like I'm just kind of sitting here I don't like, think I have any forever games that
1: I really need to invest time in right now so Final Fantasy I mean I'm just waiting for content for the most part in rating so um, I have things I could do but I'm not really in the, the mood to do those things so um, I need to beat Elden Ring I'm you know I'm kind of still well, I mean I can't like motivate myself to just sit down and play that at any point in time. I have mm. to be in the right mindset. So Yeah, it makes sense. Um I did get to the snow area, I've said that before, but I actually went in. There's like that castle without getting too into it, even though everyone's seen everything that exists for that. Yeah, game. there's no
0: secrets in that game. <laughs> um,
1: uh, as soon as you get there and you kinda like head like Northish is like a a giant, like uh I guess you could call it a fort. I was gonna say a castle, but it's more like a fort. And uh as soon as you enter those two of those weird like cat dudes with the sword arms or whatever that are one and duns. Um and then all the stupid invisible people that show up when you come around the, the corner up top. I hated that part. Mm-hmm. Um did that one. That boss was she probably should have been harder than it was, but I'm 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 probably over leveled and also um my summon, like, distracted two of the, the the three people for me, so I could just focus one down real quick. I was like, oh, that was nice. Because mm-hmm. um, usually what is happening is this the summon only get one of them, and I'm still stuck with two of them. So. Um, not that I've had to fight three people too often. I think the last time I can remember that is, like, the, the crystal... Um, what the hell are they called? They're like, these crystalloid dudes that are, like, blue, and they cause scarlet rot when they touch it, but... Oh yeah, super annoying. One throws rings. One has a spear. And it's been a little a bit caster. since I played the game, so I don't really remember a lot of the names anymore. Outside of like the um, the character names, yeah, um, yeah. I think I'm heading uh, as far as the snow zone goes. I need to go northwest next, I believe, um, for exploration reasons. I I know like what the next boss is. I just don't know where it is. So I'm just kind of wandering around right now, so. But I'm almost, not playing that right now. <laughs> almost done. Getting close. Yeah, right. I know I have to go back. So. Well, I have to go out and then back.
0: Because there's no secrets left in this
1: game, thanks to
0: the it's internet. all prog. Yeah, you couldn't even like keep this game secret. Because as soon as you mentioned Elden Ring, people were like, did you fucking go to blah, 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 and do the secret thing, blah, 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 and then come back to this guy? And I'm like, well, I will now.
1: Yeah. Fortunately, it's fun, so it, it doesn't matter too sure, much for yeah, me. Sure, yeah, the game's fantastic, um, and my memory's not that great anyway. So if you verbal vomit a bunch of shit, I mean, I'm gonna forget in about five minutes. Yeah, if you tell me one thing, it'll stick, <laughs> but people don't tell one thing. Usually, they have a the whole story to tell. So. Oh yeah,
0: that they do. Yeah.
1: But yeah, uh, I mean, that's pretty much it. Mostly, honestly, just been kind of tired after work, so I haven't really been the right mind. Uh, space to be playing games. I did buy a, I guess I could bring this up too. I bought a Taiko drum. Yeah. Uh, to play Taiko drum. Uh, I don't remember what the Switch version's called. Anyways, the Taiko drum master game for Switch. Um, I was going to play it, and then I realized how noisy it was, and we don't get home till at night. So I'm like, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to use this thing. <laughs> yeah, weekends, dude. So I didn't think about it too much, but um, I'd like to, to use it. So I'd like to see it.
0: Need to see that bad boy in action. Well, it's hooked up and I've tested it, so I know it works. So very cool. Yeah, because uh, the Taiko Drum Master for Switch, uh, it's kind of genius what you can do with the Switch because um, it's got the Joy Cons and they got accelerometers in them, and uh, they utilize that for Teco drum master. So you don't have to buy, you're going to want to buy the drum, but like, you don't have to. Yeah. So it's really smart. You can calibrate it if it feels off or whatever. Um, really smart that they even thought of that. Like when I was doing it, I was like, Oh, this is clever. Like, it's cool. It's really good use of those. Um, but then the whole time I'm like, I need like tactile feeling. I need, yeah. I need impact. Um, the too light as like well. Doing so really this, easy to like flick too hard where you bounce back. Sure. Yeah. yeah. That was a problem I ran into a lot. Double hits the bounce accident. back. Yeah. Yeah and uh which would happen so i still think it's super clever and really cool and, and smart that they did it but um yeah I, it, just basic tempo i i need some kind of impact i need a hit yeah. um and so uh i'm glad you bought that i need to check it out and try it because i like taiko from back in the day and uh i would like to play it um how it's intended to be played yeah um so that is cool you picked that up so we will get back to you guys <laughs> once we've uh, gotten our hands on it and uh get get a a real um hands-on experience with it yeah anything else
1: nope just a bunch of stuff i wish i was playing and i haven't been so what do you wish you've been playing outside of beating elden ring uh i need to beat elden ring i still need to play um forbidden west forbidden west because i did buy that one started
0: at least i need to finish it because i got halfway through it and then i started playing elden ring and i just never looked back um Tokyo Ghostwire, right? Ghostwire Tokyo. Yes,
1: you got, you got the words right. Yeah, um, I want to play that still. Um, you should.
0: It was thirty bucks. I don't know if it still is right now, but like, I'll have to check at some point. I have to wait till payday, anyways. But. Like, uh, I encourage anybody to buy it if that's like the only way you're gonna buy is thirty bucks and play it, because. Uh, I think it's a cool game. It's not the best game ever, but it's a cool game that you're not playing anywhere else. Mm. Um, But if you can buy the full price, you should do that as well because I'd like to see a sequel and I'd like to see Tango uh, Gameworks uh, succeed, even though now they're under Xbox. So uh, Microsoft is okay with losing money and not releasing games. Um,
1: Let's see. I also want to play Truck to Yomi. I know that's out. Um, I have heard mixed things on it, but um, that's fine. The complaints people have for it, I don't think affect me.
0: So yeah, um, it's on Game Pass.
1: I I don't have Game Pass.
0: So. Well, letting people know. I saw it on there. I was like, what? Um, I do want to try that though. Um, it looks cool. Yeah, people said it gets kind of repetitive. The gameplay, but I, I'm I want to play it for the experience. So
1: yeah, that's the big complaint I've I've seen is the the gameplay is just not like super cool. And well, I was the, like, the thing
0: is too, it's like it's an I indie don't care game about that. It's an indie game. I expect, like, a shitload from it. I just think the visual style is really cool, and I think the samurai stuff is dope.
1: I mean, I just got done talking about how I play loop hero, and the only button you push is, like, right-click. Yeah, it's a real <laughs> game. <laughs> so um, control is not really, like, a, a huge deal for me as long as the experience is cool. Um, uh, what else was I, I did I want to play this year? I wanted to play... Um, triangle strategy and i might do that when i go on my trip because the only thing i'm bringing with me is my switch outside of just clothes so um yeah so maybe i'll find some time to play that um i feel like there's something else i wanted to play this year trying a huge blank anyways fortunately there's nothing coming out until like the end of the year at this point so um i technically have time whether i utilize that time is another story so
0: for sure. Yeah. Uh. Real, real quick. I don't know if we should really talk about this too much because I feel like we could piss someone off. But uh, you mentioned Xbox is good at not releasing games, and to kind of add context to that, because I don't think we've talked about on the show. You saw that they delete, delayed, delayed. Uh, Starfield and another game. I forgot which one it was. Oh, um, the Vampire one. I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, Redfall. Both those games got delayed till next year. That sucks for everybody. So for sure. let's just let's just get that out of the way. Whether you want to defend them or attack them for that, it sucks. Those <laughs> games people wanted. Uh, I wasn't surprised to hear that Starfield got delayed because we haven't even fucking seen it. We've seen concept art, we've heard promises, and we've seen a couple pre-rendered shots of like a robot moving and some spaceship stuff. Um, but in that, I'm like, when people are like, what is supposed to come out this year? I'm like, dude, they weren't showing it. Yeah. If they're not showing it, fucking, it's not ready to come out. Uh, Redfall, also, we only saw a CGI trailer. For sure. And so um, I just kind of want to talk about it real quick because we, we didn't make a video for it. But uh, uh, it sucks, first off, because both those are both games I want to check out. I'm curious about them. I'd like to see more on them. It sucks for people who are just like hard only Xbox players. Um, because those are huge titles, and now Xbox does not have big titles coming out this year at all, which is kind of wild. I even saw people on Twitter fighting each other, like Xbox fans fighting each other over this. People were going like, "This is fucked!" Like we don't have games, and people were like, "No, dude, Phil Spencer's, you know, got everything under control." And I was like, "Holy shit!" Like I'm going to back up from this. Yeah, but I was gonna. I was just going to say, you, your extreme fans versus like your normal fans, pretty much. Yeah, it was just, <laughs> just wild. And I was like, that's crazy. Because they it like is. delayed them both at the same time, too, which is responsible, let people know. But at the same time, uh, that's a lot of fucking news to drop on people that's negative. Um, but it could be good, possibly, because delays a lot of times are necessary. Uh, sometimes if it's delayed for too long, it's not a good thing. Um, yeah, so well, I hope what, this will be a case where this is needed and it does benefit the game. Oh, for sure. And and for people who are like,
1: you know, in the the, the sphere of people playing games on Xbox, there's plenty of games coming out. So they're going to be fine in that regard. Yeah. It's not like it's, they're
0: big AAA titles
1: that no, are like yeah, specific for. It mostly sucks for people looking at Microsoft as a publisher. Um, yeah because even like myself I don't I don't own Xbox hardware but I do play Xbox games on PC. Yeah. Um uh, not that the delayed games were something in my on my radar but still like you know it, it bums me out um if they're struggling because that means other things I might be looking forward to down the line, you know what's going to happen with them too. You have a deal so um you know and ho- and hopefully ideally it is it is better for the games. Um I don't like as much as like they're not my cup of tea. I don't want the fans of those series to not get good products. Like I, for sure,
0: you know. I we always emphasize yeah. ad nauseum that we always just want good games. For sure, we don't ever want a game to be bad. We don't ever look at a game and go, "I hope that game fucking fails." That's not. We're too old for that shit. Um, and so with these games, you know, uh, I know that's where you're coming from. Sure. I am interested in Redfall. I don't know if it's gonna be good or not, but it's a. Co- it looks like a cooperative four player game. I'm already interested. Yeah. Starfield, Bethesda is either going to have a renaissance or they're not. I'm curious about that. So if it is the renaissance, dope. If it's not, I got morbid curiosity about it. Yeah. So um, so yeah, both games being delayed, I think will be a good thing. Uh, Redfall, I don't have much info, but like that leak had come out. Uh, a guy who had worked at Bethesda, granted he used to work at Bethesda, so he might just be talking shit, but uh, it was... was corroborated with uh by um jason schreier confirming that the guy did work for bethesda Mm. and he was saying that starfield is in is a mess right now and he was saying like um it's a really big ambitious game but like uh, he was saying flying sucks and uh all, all sorts of shit that's not good here. yeah it was a lot of negative stuff um but again take that with a grain of salt because this is an ex-employee for sure so he might just be talking shit about the game we don't know but it it did come out around the same time the game got delayed so um i think a decision was made that was like we got to make sure this game comes out and it does not fail anybody so hopefully that's the case well the last thing they need to deal with is another instance of like fallout 76 you know what i mean 100 percent. yeah i mean people are happy with it now but yeah the game came out and it was like the final nail for a lot of people which uh was kind of surprising to see but uh anyway i don't want to talk about this too much longer uh especially because some people get kind of touchy about even you know criticizing uh constructively criticizing through a certain lens um so anyway hopefully the games are in good shape and uh hopefully they come out next year and they're 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 fucking fantastic but i thought it was really interesting when you brought that up i remembered like oh shit that was a thing yeah um so really wild um and i was being a little cheeky so yeah yeah, no, you just kind of made me remember that shit, though. And I was like, we never talked about that. Um, yeah, so let's know in the comments. What do you guys think about the Xbox situation in that in that case? Uh, be nice. Um, civil. Be civil. Yeah, be civil. You don't have to be nice, I guess. Just be civil. Don't I'm be saying, a dick. You can be passionate. Just yeah. don't be a dick. Yeah. I'm passionate all day. I'm only a dick if someone's a dick. And I'm like, okay, gloves are off. Um, okay, so uh, I played Curse of the Dead Gods more um can't talk about that we're gonna talk about that this weekend um but i played it more i need to play it even more because i need to get footage it's the one game i don't have footage for yet uh, so that needs to be played between now and like sunday um played fifa 22 played fifa 22 volta mode that's the street ball right yeah okay which i was kind of we'll talk about it but i was like that's interesting that there's other modes yeah so uh, yeah, I'll be able to talk about the game and the mode with power ups, which is weird. Um, played auction not included. I have not played enough. I will be playing that. I will be prioritized playing that uh, between now and like Tuesday of next week. I'm going,
1: I'm going to warn you my one play session, and this isn't a good or bad thing. Just to keep my opinions to myself on that one. Wait, well, yeah,
0: we're reserving judgment as of right but now. But was eleven hours. I don't know if I'm gonna put 11 hours into it. I uh, wow. I can't promise that, <laughs> but uh, I will. I will at the very least put uh, m- multiple hours. I'm just multiple, it, multiple The hours. game is not small. So. Yeah. No, I, uh, I I started playing. I was like, I got to play it for the channel, and I, I played for like an hour. I'm like, I don't understand everything. Yeah. I got I got I need more time to figure this out. So I will definitely be playing it more. Um, but yeah. We will be talking about that on Game of the Month, so stay tuned for that. Games I can talk about, uh, I have a lot to say about all three of these. I guess the one that I have the least amount to say about is I I bought the Division 2 on PC for $12. Um, That seems really weird uh, because uh, the Division 2 came out in 2019. We played the fuck out of it. Briefly. Um, Yeah, and uh, I got to max level pretty quickly because it's one of those games like Destiny where you can get to the max level really fast. I played the fuck out of the end game uh, before the expansion came out, and then when the expansion came out, I bought it. I got to level 31, I think, and uh, never played it again, so I have barely played the expansion. So, uh, yeah, that's where all my progress is at, and then I saw that The Division 2 had a free weekend. And it was on sale for twelve dollars. You buy the Division Two with the expansion, and for seventeen dollars, you get the Ultimate Edition. It's normally seventy dollars. So I was like, I'm gonna get the seventeen dollar Ultimate Edition because uh, you know that's that's a pretty good value. The thing that really pushed me to do that though is um, even though like me and Josh and you uh, have played the Division and Division Two quite a bit, uh, Sarah's never played the Division and oh, she doesn't like and it's funny because I, I, every time I've thought of the division I'm like that's a game you would have liked for sure like I'm surprised you've never played it and she's like why well, is anybody really playing it and I was mm. like well I'd, I'd be down to play it with you um, but she's not the biggest fan of shooters on a controller mm. so uh, I had to go well eh, it doesn't take that long to progress I guess so uh, I convinced Josh to also pick it up and we have been playing The Division 2 on PC. So Josh now I'm gonna... doesn't play games. True. He definitely doesn't play Evil Dead the game. Um, if there's one game on Earth that Josh doesn't play, it's Evil Dead the game. He won't even say that name. He won't even talk about it. It's like fucking, it's real evil to him. Uh, we'll get to that, though. Uh, yeah, so we've been playing The Division 2. Uh, I'm like level 22 right now. We're already getting ready to beat the uh, initial core content. Um, And then we'll be playing the expansion, which will be cool for me because I did not complete the expansion content. So that'll feel new. And they're on season nine now of uh, content updates for the division two. So the game's still being played. And when I tried to log into my PS4 uh, account or PS5, uh, there was a queue for me to get in. So either there are server problems or people are playing it because season nine. I don't know. But if, but if they're making a Season 9, that means people still play it. Because yeah. they're not going to work on a game they're not making money on. Look at Breakpoint. They fucking abandoned it. They abandoned NFTs with that, too. But they're like, we're not done yet. So uh, take that as you will. Wish other people would. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've been playing Division 2. And just a couple things about that, even though it's an old game at this point and Probably no one wants to hear about it. Um, I think it's one of Ubisoft's last good games. Which is kind of depressing. <laughs> I think Valhalla is probably their last goodish game. Like I liked, I liked, I never beat Valhalla, but from what I played, it's it's a solid game. Um, I do think I like Origins and, and Odyssey more, but Odyssey's too big. Um, but I was playing the Division Two, and I'm like, I, I like most of the shit about this game. Like almost everything about it, I really like. Uh, I love the cover system. I love the the shooting. It feels great on PC. Aiming's the game's easier it's an easier game like i was like soloing shit like it was like i was soloing on on consoles well a lot of times but like i remember using cover more often whereas like now with a mouse i'll just run into a group of people and as soon as they become alerted i just go headshot 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 and just drop a bunch of people that
1: same exact thing happened to me when i decided to try destiny 2 on pc Mm i was like oh no this is so much easier yeah
0: (laughs) um yeah and all the uh equipment in the game and and this fucking crazy amount of loot that's actually pretty exciting i remember when they redid the loot in the game um to kind of uh give it more purpose but also kind of simplify it visually to understand how to make builds better um and it's just been a lot of fun uh we've been cruising through it uh it's one of those games that's designed so like there's always shit happening around you so you can get distracted really easy it's a game that you can just melt hours with so i've been really enjoying playing it again it just feels weird to be playing the division 2 when i got all these games I got to play still, <laughs> uh, catch up on all that kind of shit. But, uh, it's, it's been a lot of fun. I don't know if it's still on sale, um, for $12, but, uh, it, it's well worth $12. It's, it's worth way more than that, but, uh, I've been enjoying playing it again and, uh, yeah. Um, okay. So another game I've played, this one's kind of weird. I was gonna make a video on it, but I didn't cause I, I don't know how big our, uh, our Arma fans in this community are, but uh, so there was an Arma event and most people who watch this regularly know I like Arma, Arma 2 specifically. And uh, everybody's like, oh shit, Arma 4, Arma 4, Arma 4. And they had a video that kind of went through the years of all the Arma games, which is kind of cool to see because I mean, I love all the Arma games, but uh, um, it, it gets to this point where it shows a new game, but it's a game called Arma Reforger which is kind of a play on words, I think, with 4, okay. forger. And then at the very end, it shows an ocean, and then in the background it says Arma 4, but it's like a teaser. So I guess they're working on Arma 4 now. But anyway, Arma Reforger came out, and this is how stupid uh, I am when it comes to Arma. I didn't look into what Reforger was. I just went to Steam and bought it. <laughs> I was like, I'm buying this. And I bought it. It was 30 bucks. And uh, I guess what it is I played it so I'll talk about that in a sec. I guess what it is is they're they're they've created a, an early build of what they want Arma 4 to be like. It doesn't look like what Arma 4 is going to look like, but it's on their new engine. You can kind of tell cuz like all the grass is like moving, which looks great. Um, the graphics aren't the best, but Bohemian Interactive ha- or Bohemian Interactive has always been really good about making games look fantastic without technically being amazing looking. Um, so like all the foliage is moving, everything looks like, you know, realistic colored and, and uh, it, it's, it's cool looking, but I guess the purpose of reforger is they're going to be adding systems into it and doing things with it. And they're going to take the feedback of what people like and don't like about it. And they're going to craft ArmA four based off of this data. Okay. The thing that's kind of fucked up except for they know their, their fan base is they're essentially charging people for an alpha. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I don't care because I like I like them a lot. I love Arma. I want to support them, and I feel like a lot of Arma fans probably feel the same because there's a shitload of people on the servers. Um, and so yeah, I, I bought uh, Arma Reforger and it essentially has a training mode to teach you how to play the game, and it is a little more basic than I remember like Arma 3 being having a bunch of different stances and shit you can stand in. Um you go through the training. It's pretty straightforward. Um, it teaches you the basics of uh, essentially how to take positions and build. It has a system where you can drive a truck to a location, and then, like, you click in the back of the truck, and you can tell it how much um, supplies you want to load the truck with. And there's, like, a thing happening where it's, like, loading, but it takes a second to okay. do it. And then in the training, it, it tells you to take those supplies to a different location, and you need a certain amount of supplies to be able to build different kinds of, um, uh, like, a, a vehicle depot mm. or, like, a place for, like, communication, stuff like that. And uh, you can even build, like, checkpoints on the road and stuff, We you need the supplies for it. And so this uh, goes into the other mode in the game, has two modes that are actually for playing. One of them is kind of like a... Um, um, I don't want to call it domination but you're playing against other people it's uh like u.s versus russians um and that's just a pure pvp mode and uh as soon as i got in and started playing with random people you got you had all like the 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 milsim fucking uh like nutcases who are all talking like they're in the military and shit right and people are like driving up and like i felt overwhelmed for seconds i haven't played an armor game in a while especially online people are just driving up. They're saying my name. They're like blah blah blah. Get in the back of the truck. We're going. We're we're out of here. Blah blah blah. And I was like, uh, I don't have a gun. He's like, guns are over there. And he's like, someone else. Get in the back. And he fucking. So this guy runs up and they just drove off. Another car came up and this guy's like, all right. Blah blah blah. I'm like, uh, okay, hold on. You guys are expecting <laughs> shit from me. I just, I literally just bought this game five minutes ago. Um. So yeah, I got all uh, equipped and stuff. But uh, and then eventually you know went out and got into combat. But um, it's got some bugs. It's definitely. It's not even surprising with these guys. Their games always are fucking buggy when they first come out. But, uh, yeah, it's got that mode. And then it's got a, I didn't play it, but it's got, like, a DM mode where people are actively playing while somebody else is, like, controlling the battle from above, um, which sounds kind of cool. I'd like to try out that mode. Um, It makes sense, though, because you could, like, it had, like, the other armor games have, like, pretty robust um, mission editors, which I always had, had fun making missions and then having people hop in and play with me. But uh, you do it actively while it's happening, which I think sounds really cool. So, anyway, played it a little bit. Um, I'm biased, so I really liked it, but uh, it is a bit bare bones and it is a paid for alpha. I'm aware of that. I'm 100% okay with it. Uh, They use the phrase early access these days. It's fine. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) This is just definitely like earlier than early access, Uh, especially when they're just using it to get feedback. Yeah um which i think is really funny but at the same time too again like anyone who's a fan of arma is just not going to care um but it's pretty neat it's interesting it's not arma 4 that would have been way more exciting especially because arma 3 came out a long time ago at this point um but uh it's more arma it's also interesting too they recreated in the new engine uh the original map from the first arma game so it's cool to see that island uh with better graphics it's also interesting they picked that to be the location but um it's been a while so yeah yeah it's cool to revisit it um and then last but not least i played a lot uh evil dead the game um i've played it quite a bit played with sarah uh community member psycho um and john not josh josh won't play it uh cody cody hopped on he's we're jokingly saying he's josh too um well he was saying like now i'm i'm now i'm josh like he's josh too i humored it but it's on epic yeah yeah it kind of sucks because i feel like you could play it um but yeah i've been i've been raving about this game i really enjoy it uh the big reason i was hyped about it before is because saber interactive made it and they made world war z which i think is a super underrated game um it's an asymmetrical game so you're four survivors versus one um demon. There's three demons to pick from. There's like ten survivors probably at the least uh, to pick from. And essentially the objective is uh, the survivors have to locate three map pieces on the map and to locate those uh, in the top right corner it just says where, where to look and there's different regions on the map and you go to those regions and eventually you can locate where the map pieces are. Once you get all three map pieces it unlocks two objectives. One's a dagger, one's a uh, like a page um and uh you can go after both of them at the same time split up or go after one at a time which is like 99 of the time what happens although if you're playing with a really good group if you split up one team like doesn't even have to worry about anything this one time three people went to one and i went to one on my own and i think the demon was fighting them at first but then he realized i was alone so he came to attack me but i'd already started the process, And so they finished out theirs. And I was like, I just have to survive for one minute. And so the guy was attacking me and he was like, you know, doing damage. I was like, if we keep doing this, I'm going to die. But I kept dodging. And, uh, there's like finisher moves that you have. I So you don't take damage. Mm. I was just, I used utilize the fuck out of that to just not be taking damage. And eventually the other three showed up, but we got it. So that was a, uh, a pretty cool situation. So yeah, you, uh, you get the, the dagger and the, uh, the page or whatever it is. um, and then after that, uh, the timer that's been going down since the beginning, I think it's like 20 or 30 minutes, um, stops. But the map starts shrinking like a battle royale. And if you're outside of it, we learned this the hard way because we were like trying to find equipment and stuff, just taking our time before the end, uh, finale. And uh, the map just swallowed like three people and it was just me left. And I was running on my own and the demon just came and killed me. So I was like, fuck. Um, and then the end process, there are these like three Kendarian demon guys who just sit there and you have to uh, use these uh, beams to slowly whittle, whittle away three sections of his health at a time. And while you're doing that enemies are attacking you, the demon is trying to stop you. And once you get rid of them, there is uh, the Necronomicon that you now have to protect because the demon's trying to destroy it. So he gets one last chance to destroy it to win. So there's a lot of steps which makes every match um feel dynamic because you can get hung up on finding the maps you can get hung up on going for the dagger going for the page you can get hung up at the very end when um shit hits the fan and after you take down the three demons at the end and it's just the necronomicon if you go down you can't get back up so it gives the demon a little bit of a uh, breathing room there um it's probably good because they're usually in those
1: 4v1 games at a disadvantage when you're the one
0: so yeah or well, in a game like Dead by Daylight, though it depends on what killer you're playing. Um, but for sure, you know if, if you're playing against a good team, it's going to be very difficult yeah. because you just have four people. And if they're working together, it's just really hard. So, um, yeah, the uh, the gameplay feels similar to uh, World War Z, kind of. You just run around in third person. Um, it has a melee system, um, and again it has these finishers. Um, that you can activate before you actually can finish them as well. So you kind of just do a bunch of damage in a, like a, like not a cutscene but you know, like an animation, you don't take damage. Um, and then it's got shooting when you find weapons, finding equipment on the map is kind of like a battle royale. It's all scattered on the map randomly. So you can have like a match that will completely fuck you because you can't find like health or shields or weapons or whatever you're looking for um, or have a really great match where you're finding like legendary shit. Uh, so it's kind of like a battle rail in that sense. Um, and, yeah, every character has their own. They have four uh, unique perks that you unlock as you level that character. Um, but then they all have uh, a class that they're a part of. There's four classes, and those classes have um, uh, individual per character but the same per class skill trees that you can go through and make builds for your character. So you can be like somebody who's more ranged. So you're going to be looking for long guns and long ammo. Or maybe you're playing a character that's meant for like melee. So like you're going to be looking for like swords and weapons more than you're going to be looking for ammo. Stuff like that. Make your character more tanky. Make them do more damage. Make them more survivable. Uh, There's a lot of stuff going on there. And then with demon, there's three demons, but they have bigger skill trees. And um, their whole thing, a lot of them well, one of them, is like to overwhelm people. They can just bring out a lot of npcs at once which is really good in situations where they're already kind of having trouble you just wait for the right moment but the big thing with the with the the demon when you play them is you're essentially trying to build fear up fear um, makes people more susceptible and easier to find on the map um, to the things that you can do for instance like possess people um, to possess people you need to have them scared so you are kind of early on setting up all these traps to build up their fear and then when it gets like bad you jump in you send in your boss or you possess somebody and trying to utilize whatever weapons they have you know maybe they found a bunch of legendary shit you're gonna start looking at that guy and going like I need to possess him right um, some really cool stuff going on there when it comes to the dynamics of the game um, the main guy I play is uh, Evil Dead 2 Ash, who's a ranged character. Uh, he's able to see uh, um, uh, boxes with uh, equipment through walls, which is really fucking nice. Uh, it even shows the color of the box. So I'll be like, oh, there's a purple box over here. Uh, I really hate not playing him just because I can't <laughs> see that. Uh, but also he has a, his main move is he's able to deny the demon possessions. So if the demon is possessing one of their NPCs or possessing one of your teammates, I'm able to just turn it off. So it's funny because when I play a character, the demon just comes after me because they know I'm just going to fucking deny them that right. kind of shit. So, and when they uh, summon or not summon, possess into somebody, uh, it takes energy. Of theirs, uh which they had to build up. And if I just turn it off, they waste their energy. So right, right. I'm sure it's very frustrating for them, but I love uh love playing that character. And then I am currently almost max level with Evil Dead or Ash versus the Evil Dead, which I think is the TV show, uh Ash, so old Ash. And he's more he's a leader character, so he has a lot of buffs. He's able to um lower the amount of fear people take and increase their uh damage effectiveness. Uh, which is really nice. But he's just not as good as uh, Evil Dead 2 Ash. That's definitely my favorite one. Um, but yeah, outside of some issues with traversing the terrain in the game. Which even IGN's review said that. And they, they liked it a lot. Which I was like, that's weird. Yeah. Um, but they said like, oh, you can unfairly get killed because you can't um, get over things. I'm like, well, I haven't been unfairly killed because of that. But it's really annoying when I'm through the fucking woods and like something is slightly to my shin level and you can't step over it there's no button to step up on top of it it's really fucking annoying but you get used to it when you play the game enough um so i don't really think about it anymore but even when like cody started playing after we'd been playing for a while he brought up he's like i can't walk over this i'm like oh yeah yeah no you can't it's really stupid (laughs) even like a porch you gotta walk up the stairway it doesn't matter if there's railing or not. You can't step up onto a porch from like the side. So you have to go to the fucking stairs and it's like really annoying. So they should add a button that lets you at least step up to like at least knee height. Um, But outside of that, a couple weird janky things with cars. Um, It's, it's a blast. Like I really fucking like the game a lot. It needs more content eventually, but um, I'm not even remotely close to being done with it. A lot of characters to level up, a lot of games to be had and the game's a fucking blast to play with friends for sure because you can coordinate and work together um play with randos can be <laughs> fucking annoying cause a game like this you need to work together and if people are running off by themselves this game punishes you for that right so um yeah but overall i would highly recommend evil dead the game uh, if you like uh asymmetrical games uh like dead by daylight um or you're curious about games like that but maybe you want something with a little more action. Maybe you look at Dead by Daylight and you're like, I wish I could fight back. This is that game. You, you can fight back. Um, and It's a lot of fun. The combat's a lot of fun. The gameplay loop is a lot of fun. So I highly recommend it. Definitely check it out. If you're even remotely interested, it is way better than it should be. So, But it's Saber Interactive, and these guys know how to make a fucking fun game. I'm I'm, I'm learning. So, And that's everything I've been playing. So I don't have a list of games I, I really I'm thinking about playing, so uh, I can't uh, indulge in that. But let us know in the comments what games have you guys been playing lately. What games are you planning on playing in the future, near future, hopefully? And uh, what games would you recommend us play? Let us know everything you're thinking about in the comments below. Unless you have anything else to say on that? No. All right, we got a couple videos. And by couple, I mean three videos to watch because I got a bunch of little things that I need to catch up on the first one is pal world official trailer pokemon-like shooter game according to ign now we've covered pal world once before on the channel and it is essentially a pokemon-like shooter game that we had reacted to the game is bizarre and uh definitely has my attention you didn't remember what it was by the name well i didn't remember the name i remember the but once i gave you a little tease yeah. yeah, you were like, "Oh, that game." So, yeah, we're going to watch this. We're going to react to it. We're going to talk about it. Um is there anything you want to say before we watch this? I don't know if I'm high enough for this, but all right. All right, <laughs> you, you, so you're not interested in Pokémon but with guns. I didn't say I wasn't interested, but it is it is bonkers, man. It is bonkers. Uh before we watch this, did you see on Steam that game that's like um uh Animal Crossing, but it's got guns? No. No? Okay, so I, I should share this. Uh, it, in the beginning, it just looks like Animal Crossing. Like, it's got a, same, a similar visual style. Okay. And it shows a bunch of people, like, walk around a village and shit with other villagers, and they're, like, you know, trying on different clothes, they're going fishing, all this stuff. And it's playing this, like, you know, very light Nintendo music. And then as it, like, continues, it just shows a bunch of them, like, sh- getting strapped, and they got, like, machine guns and shit. And then they run to a camp and start just unloading on dudes and shit, and they're shooting back. And it's, like... It's Animal Crossing, but there's like situations where you gotta fucking shoot people. Okay. Yeah, it's on Steam. Check it out. I forgot what the fuck it's called, but I'm sure if you Google Animal Crossing with guns, you'll find it. But uh, yeah, apparently everybody's just taking these uh, innocent Nintendo games and just making them. I don't know what to make sure. Let's just like mess with the genres and slap them together. 100%. All right, so let's jump into this video and then we'll talk about it. This is PAL World official trailer. Uh, came out a couple days ago, two days ago, in three, two, one, and go. Is loud. I think they're fucking hanging on to something while flying with the gun in their hand. So you can catch them just like Pokemon apparently you can do some like stuff around the house and build certain things that's a rocket ship that's not certain things true sure. <laughs> you can be Elon Musk you can merge them I guess make new pals I don't know if that's what they're called you can ride Totoro with a Gatling gun I like how they're like Team Rocket's kind of like a bunch of pieces of shit. We can up the ante on that. How about Slave Labor? She's smacking the back of a bird and shitting out fucking eggs and things. World, even even the name—it's like their pals. It's like it was called like Bud World, Buddy World, <laughs> Friend World, <laughs> but it's just Pokemon with fucking guns. Uh, what'd you think? I mean, I am so like curious. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, I don't even expect this game to be good, even though it is kind of ambitious. The amount of features—it seems like it's trying to pack in here. Yeah. But I don't get it. So, it almost,
1: like, remi- makes me think of, like, you know, obviously, to get the, the easy ones out of the way, Pokemon mixed with a little bit of, like, your like Harvest Moon slash, um, mm-hmm. you know, Animal Crossing type deal or whatever. But then I almost get, like, this undertone of, and maybe this is a weird one, but, um, like, Persona slash Shin Megami Tensai with, like, the dark tones and, like, breeding Effectively, demons, and that in those games, but in this case, it's monsters. Because mm-hmm. even like when they were make, there's a part there where they took two separate monsters, yeah. forced them into an egg. Which, regardless
0: of the weirdness of the guns in this game, yeah, I think sounds cool to be able to take two different Pokemon and merge them. <laughs> Pals, uh, I'm
1: not calling them that. <laughs> but yeah, it's a uh, the visual style is just like a ruse. I feel like they wanted to make something ultra violent but they also didn't want to like deal with the rating system true I also think it's weird how similar these look to a lot of things that exist oh they're they're very uh, it, it's kind of fair because the main franchise that you know is easy to draw comparisons to, comparisons to has like almost a thousand separate yeah entities a rough, so. but
0: like that big yellow guy is obviously inspired by Totoro Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Except just, he looks like, like angry. the 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 leaf one
1: straight up just kind of looks like a Leafeon. Like yeah, um, I'm not complaining. I just I am curious how they're. Um, well, I suppose creative, you know, uh, things have different laws and stuff like that too. So I just feel like Nintendo is the type of company like that is ours.
0: Yeah, so, I I feel like if you're gonna be careful, you need to be careful with them. Yeah. But I can see them getting weird about that overall, um, you know, it, it's zany, um, which I think is probably
1: its strongest advertising point because it's so fucking bizarre that I feel like I'm gonna have to buy it. It just reminds me of that weird like, Korean MMO that's coming out too, where yeah. it's a bunch of kids like yeah, doing literally
0: everything, yeah. So, yeah, I don't even know what it's about, yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, this game's so weird looking, like, I have to play it, yeah. So, um, but this game also seems like tone deaf. Like it doesn't even seem like it's it like it's obviously self aware, but it also yeah. seems like it's it's like trying to like be like this this world with the music it's playing and stuff, like it doesn't seem like just a parody game. Because they've got some like pretty pretty ambitious features. It's not just uh you know, you can capture the Pokemon, but you can like merge them. You can you can create new ones and then like it has like uh you know not necessarily base building but like harvest moon style stuff yeah and like this is just kind of you know not that impressive but I'm kind of impressed because they didn't have to do it but like had like pretty robust fucking ragdoll yeah which I wouldn't expect from a game like this um and it's it's just fucking weird. Like it, like not not even just the premise is weird, but the game itself is bizarre to me. Yeah. Cause it's it's a little more work than just some random parody indie game. I agree, but it's also not like a AAA game. But like somebody's taking this game serious. I mean, it's it's
1: very um, well designed in appearance. So,
0: um, and it's you know graphically pretty good. So, well, and they're also like you're going to be able to sit on the back of Totoro and shoot while he shoots. You're also going to be able to fly. You're also going to be able to hold on to things and shoot while flying. Yeah. Also, there's like a little mouse dude is going to sit on your head while you're unloading on people. Like. There's all these like little things they've added to the game that like you know a small indie game wouldn't even give a shit about. Yeah. So it's just so fucking weird. Yeah. Uh, I honestly like,
1: um, you know, I just I don't have like an, uh, a, a deep like I like knowing how to feel about this game. I guess like I just feel so um, confused the I don't, whole time. I don't either.
0: I'm just so. It's like something crazy has happened in front of me and I have to just like, like I can't take my eyes right, off it. Right, Um, and so I'm just super, super intrigued by it. And like, also I'm curious about the gameplay because it seems like there's a lot of stuff you can do in it, yeah. which is just really surprising. Like who's making this and why it's so bizarre to me. So, you yeah. know, what it
1: almost kind of reminds me of, um, I can't remember the dude's name now, but he made, uh, was that dragon's crown that was called yeah where uh in order to market the game he just made ridiculous proportions on all the characters whatever yeah because
0: you feel like there's other games like um uh, 13 sentinels yeah it doesn't it doesn't look like that and people praise that game they go crazy i still haven't really played it a whole lot but like same dude
1: yeah it is just this kind of gives me that vibe too where there's like we got to market it. We
0: got to ident- yeah. have an identity. Yeah. We'll be the crazy Pokemon right, game right. with guns. And people will talk about it. Yeah. 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 And the name's simple Pow World. Like, you know, eventually you'll remember that. It's, For sure. It's it's fairly simple. But I mean, that, that is a good point. I also love that guy who made Dragon's Crown because he made that game, got a bunch of, uh, you a know, flack. flack. But then, like, you know, the the game journalists came after him and they're like, oh, he's a misogynist. He has all these girls blah 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 blah, and he literally because he's the guy who drew drew it too which is impressive to me like he made the games the director and he's also the artist right behind it he drew like a picture of like uh three naked dwarves together just like holding each other and stuff and he's like how about that I'm like Do you like that like he's like i don't care like i literally was just for to make it stand
1: out i mean that reminds me this is a little off topic but Reminds me of like the guy who, who did uh, fire force, uh, the manga and anime, mm-hmm. um, upset Western audience, uh, certain Western audiences. Uh, and he basically, uh, drew pictures, uh, manga frames, uh, of inappropriate scenes and, and basically told people to fuck off. Good. So <laughs> if you Don't like it. Don't watch it. It's not lost. Your-
0: it's something like, you know, really egregious, like.
1: It's also like, you know, I'm not going to, like, who are you to tell another country, like, how they should or another, them? Or I'll, I'll even simplify another human being. Sure, sure, sure. I'm just saying in yeah. general, like. Anyways, we're, yeah. let, we're, let's not get down that road. Mm-hmm. um So, yeah, I mean, I, I, uh, I do feel a, a very similar vibe here where it's just like, uh, obviously, this is very intentional. So, like. Um,
0: yeah, but the stuff where it's like little cute. Pal K- Kimon fucking are like sitting there crying while making guns for some manufacturer that's that seems so culturally like somebody in a different culture would be like, well, what would be bad? Like, while wow, they make them make guns, but like, you know, in like a Western developer, nobody would do that. Oh, hell no. Unless there's like a big old, like crazy, like South Park style joke. Sure. But like, I see that. I'm like, where are these people from? <laughs> who's who's making this? Because this is like totally so fucking weird. So, right. Anyway, we can we can only say it's weird and bizarre Over so many times. times yeah. But uh, you have interest in playing it. I have interest in checking it out. I don't know about playing it just
1: yet. I I really have to like. Obviously, I I see what I assume is some gameplay, but um, there's no order to what's happening here. So yeah, I need more details before I purchase said. Uh, experiment i'm gonna call
0: it yeah well that's smart smarter than me because uh you know i bought armor reforger without even looking into it and i'll probably do the same with this game because it's just so crazy that i have to i have to experience it um so i definitely want to play this at least i want to experience it i gotta see what this game is so very interested in it and uh yeah, let us know in the comments, though. What do you guys think of Power World? What do you think about the official trailer? If you have info on this game, that you would like to fill us in on. Uh, let us know in the comments uh, what you know. But uh, are you interested in this game? Or you're not interested in this game? Um, uh, tell us why or why not in the comments below. All right, so we got another video. This is for V Rising Early Access Review in Progress via IGN. Um, this is a game I keep seeing on steam it keeps uh recommending me check it out i didn't even look into it because i saw the art i'm like i don't know what the fuck this is i thought it was like a mobile game or something um but sarah picked it up she was telling me a little bit about it i was like maybe i should watch something on it so apparently it is a survival game which instantly uh, has me interested it's multiplayer which is also got me interested but you play as vampires which I think is interesting because with survival games, I'm like, what do you bring to the table at this point? There's a lot of them and there's plenty of good ones. So what are you doing to, uh, to make the, the genre, um, you know, embrace you, I guess. Why should anyone pay attention? Well, I guess in this, you play as a vampire, you can't be out in the sun, all sorts of shit like that. So, sounds interesting i don't have a lot of info on it though so we're gonna watch this um this is a preview because it's uh they're reviewing it right now but they're gonna talk about the game we're gonna watch this get informed and then discuss it ourselves before we do that um any thoughts on v rising do you know anything about it got any hype for it have you played it um and what do you think of the premise um so i first kind of heard
1: about this like just in like streamer sphere I've uh, not even necessarily streamers playing it as much as like people in their chats telling them to play it. So um, that's interesting. And then I saw it was top selling game on Steam for a bit there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I that made me look at it. And I saw the vampire thing. And honestly, when I see the word vampire, I'm uh, a little turned off, pretty much instantly. Yeah. Um, not to be dismissive, because I am definitely curious. The game's popular, so um, that can't be for nothing. Um, and if the gameplay is good, the theme doesn't matter. So, true. But uh, so I am curious 100%. Uh, I just wasn't curious enough to, you know, look into it yet. So,
0: yeah, the, like almost the exact same reaction. I saw V Rising, like the name sounds dumb. Yeah. Saw the art. I was like, that's like a vampire game. I don't I, I, like I, Like I said, I thought it was like some small little, like, you know, maybe gotcha game or something. I don't know. So, I didn't look into it. Uh, but upon hearing about it a little bit I was like, eh, that sounds like type the type of game I typically play. so yeah, anything else? All right, let's watch this and discuss it.
2: Remember when Count Dracula spent several sleepless nights deforesting an entire hillside so he could manufacture industrial quantities of wooden planks to build his castle? Yeah, yes. I don't either. But in V Rising, that's a big part of your vampire journey. Luckily, it's also got some fast and exciting so RPG combat down to make game. up for it. Yeah. I'm now a bit more than halfway into Not crossing quite off his list so far, those showdowns have been down-ish. worth the drudgery of grinding for resources.
0: It looked like it was uh, almost like a stick... Clean stick shooter style where like in this you'd use the mouse to look around, but right maybe use WASD to move
2: as a newly resurrected vampire coming into a world where humans have mostly chased your kind into the shadows. This mashup of Diablo and Ark survival evolved doesn't waste a lot of time on storytelling. The descriptions for its varied bosses give some sense of how the world is put together, but there's not really a plot to follow. You build Alpha a blood wolf. altar, you get a list of special enemies you need to kill to unlock new abilities and better technologies, and you're off on the hunt. This doesn't bother me too much, but I do occasionally find myself wondering what my ultimate goal is supposed to be. Kind of reminds Part you of Foulheim. that is because a lot of me rising kind of feels like, like a slot. This is
1: probably why it's so popular on Steam too because a lot of people love Valheim. Gathering oh, yeah. resources I'm, I'm is slow going one, and, and refining them I'm at crafting okay. stations
2: takes even um, longer thankfully if you're playing solo you can set up a also, world where so far, trees and veins okay build more resources yeah. and refining goes much faster Which is fine. this is probably the only way to make it the experience tolerable if you don't have a vampire clan to help with all the chores And even then, there's a lot of waiting around for ore to smelt or boards to be milled. You can go do other things while this is happening, but progression is hard-locked behind crafting recipes that require these refined materials. So there's not much meaningful to do in the meantime. There aren't even experience points. All of your power is tied to crafted gear, so you're mostly restricted to just gathering more materials. There are other downsides to playing solo that can't be circumvented by world settings though. At some point, I found myself asking why I, as a vampire with my own castle, wouldn't simply have minions to do my wood chopping for me. And it turns out, eventually, you can charm NPCs and make them work for you. But the missions you send them on can take up to a whole day in real time to complete. And if you have an offline save, that timer is only active when you're actually playing. So unless you set up a dedicated server or leave the client running around the clock, you might get two or three of these done in total ever. Playing on public servers allows you to team up with other vampires and engage in PvP, including sieging enemy castles on some server types, but that introduces its own set of problems. For example, I picked a lower population server on the second day of early access and found that even there, basically all of the good castle spots were already taken. I had to go to a higher level area where the enemies could almost one-shot me to build my home base. Other players' Mm. castles can also block off convenient shortcuts, making the world harder to get around. And worst of all, if there are like 50 Gothic vampire fortresses in this one little forest, mine doesn't feel very special. It's less (laughs) of a living dark fantasy world and more of a spooky suburb at that point. All of that being said, the combat is pretty good. The broad array of flashy fun and deadly active abilities to unlock allow for some awesome builds i particularly like the blood tree which focuses on healing yourself throughout the battle so far it sounds like like an interesting
0: foundation that's not realized
2: all of your active abilities are on a fairly restrictive i mean I,
1: i do think it's technically an early access game yeah for sure,
2: just
0: it
1: just
2: sounds like
0: early,
1: early access,
0: because it sounds like they just got a bunch of ideas in a game. At the
2: same time, Which happens to me a lot, and I miss the in-combat resource management of more traditional ARPGs. At least giving me more than one use of my dash before I have to wait a few seconds, or basing movement powers on a stamina system, would have been great. The bosses are really challenging and well-designed encounters, though. They're really the highlight of V Rising. From zealous human hunters to creepy necromancers, no two feel alike in fighting style or personality, which really keeps things interesting and served as the strongest motivation for me to see what else they could throw my way. I've fought 20 of them so far in my 40-something hours on my solo file, and there are still 15 left to go. While I might not exactly it's feel yeah, it's like a bad. badass vampire when I'm running around doing chores, the survival mechanics do a good job of making up for this. There is a full day-night cycle, and standing in the sun will start to drain your health very quickly after a short grace period.
0: Hmm.
1: Not the spicy moving air. Moving
2: about by day is still fully possible if you're careful, thanks to the fact that anything that casts a shadow in the environment can serve as a safe haven. That's a really cool touch. Shadows even shift throughout the day, so noon is a more dangerous time to be outside than dawn or dusk.
0: You know, when Sarah was playing, the shadows were moving. She was able to get out of her coffin at the time. Keeping your yeah, blood supply thoughtful. topped yeah. up
2: is also appropriately essential, as it's your main way of healing outside of combat taking enough damage will eventually so it's reduce kind of So it sounds like it's like amalgamation of different IPs people And digesting but blood is the it's only got, it's way it's gonna have restore to get it. What's better honed is in that the on. blood type of the last enemy you fed on temporarily gives you a character which comes with handy bonuses like increased critical chance for rogues or damage resistance for brutes. How Mm. much of a bonus is based on the blood quality of your victim, which is semi-randomized and encourages you to seek out particularly tasty prey. I enjoyed how this system let me customize my fighting style on the fly and encouraged me to act like a discerning hunter.
0: Sounds like they put more work into the systems.
2: Customizing your personal castle is a lot of fun too, with tons of functional and cosmetic items to unlock, from eerie floating candelabras to a hungry treasure chest that recycles unwanted items into their component materials. You do have to continue feeding your castle blood essence to keep it active, which comes from just about any enemy you kill. This isn't much of an issue in an offline game, since essence will only be consumed when you're playing, and you can save up several real-world days worth, so you're unlikely to ever run out. But on a public or a dedicated server, if you don't log in at least once or twice a week to top it off, you will eventually lose your spot. So it's kind of a needy game.
1: Hmm. Hmm. I don't know if I like that. Yeah, me neither. I really
2: like the art direction overall. It's a bit stylized and cartoony, but not in a way that detracts from the horror aspects. Whether I'm exploring a misty, haunted forest, slashing my way through a skeleton-infested graveyard, or sneaking into a pastoral human village, yeah, this isn't suspicious at all. Everything is very readable and eye-catching. It's never a pain to figure out what's going on in combat, and the environmental artists have made great use of color to create a range of moods and vibes. This is only helped by the soundtrack, which does generally fit what I'd call stereotypical vampire music, all mournful strings and melodramatic piano melodies, but it's executed well. Hmm. (laughs) The ground is a mess.
1: Yeah, well, it's time-consuming
2: crafting that aspects great, can take the bite out of the vampire it, it's fantasy. Right. New Rising does rise to the occasion with it its does look excellent boss it design seems more and respectable so smooth and combat. Like, a great vampire game is defined not so much well, by the power fantasy yeah, as it exactly. is by how well it forces Otherwise, you to around fun. the uh, interesting lifestyle and weaknesses of the So keeping the killing rays of the sun and your dwindling blood supply as ongoing concerns is effective and evocative. It's not an automatic recommendation from me yet, though I do have close to half the bosses left to face, but there's certainly a lot of good stuff to sink your teeth into already. If I had to score it now, I'd give it a 7, but I'm going to keep going until I take down every last boss before I finalize this review, so check back for more later. In the meantime, why not watch our reviews of other vampire-themed games like so Vampire the Masquerade, a, a Swan Song, and Vampire score. Survivors. And the, for I mean, everything else, stick that's with I don't
1: like how we handle what comes up like I do, though. We don't play finished the games most of them.
0: Yeah, but I don't fucking, before I, I release a review, give a... Uh, like, I'm gonna give it a B. and right. then Yeah. I mean, IGN one hundred percent doesn't finish most of the shit they play. Like they don't, they don't give a fuck. I just think it's interesting that they they're giving their review score so early. It's probably not going to change much. Um, so yeah, uh, what did we think of V Rising?
1: Um, well, I mean, it's good to see or have a, an image to go along with the name at this point. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it looks fine. Uh, it, it after seeing it and and kind of seeing you know, what we've already kind of said um, that it, it kind of looks like it uh, Valheim in, in a lot of ways, like, and not in like in a literal sense, I, I guess it's more of, I guess a feel uh, aspect of it, but
0: well, like uh, gameplay and mission, not mission, but like gameplay structure yeah. equipment wise, that kind of situation. Um,
1: and that game was, was huge. Um, mm. So it makes sense that, uh, you know, in a, ecosystem where people enjoyed that they'd also enjoy this. So um it seems like there's a lot of really neat ideas though. Um there are a couple hur- hurdles/turnoffs for me. Um the blood effectively being like an energy system is kind of a weird one for me.
0: Yeah.
1: Um I don't really quite like the idea of that and then the 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 time stuff. And I don't mean like the the mechanics in which like you know the sun Day and night cycle and stuff like that i actually really like that aspect of it i think that was really well thought out mm-hmm. um but like when you're crafting stuff and you have to wait like forever and when you send minions out and it can take real days and stuff like that um, i don't think that's engaging gameplay <laughs> yeah um i think that's time wasting so um a bit of a turnoff for me because i don't want to i don't want to have to like play the game like it's M- like either be an mmo or don't be an mmo like yeah uh, this weird I like agree. weird middle ground is kind of wonky to me uh, but maybe you're wrong maybe you know i've played it i'm only speaking from an impression and, and my impression in that regard is um that feels like the kind of thing i would complain about if it was in an mmo like mm. why are you this is not a fun mechanic this is a making me play mechanic um and I'm not super into that idea. Um, other than that, though, I do think it has a lot of cool ideas. I I also, like, you know, a lot of people like survival games and it has all the right beads uh, and notes for that. Um, I'm okay with crafting-heavy games, though I do like a mix of loot with my crafting. I don't like it to be mm-hmm. purely crafting-heavy, but it's not a, 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 a negative so much. It's just a preference. And then uh, the the fact that you have builds and stuff like that, I think is really good. It's important. A lot of people to play uh, differently. It also allows you to play, like if you're playing in a co-op sense um, and try to balance out maybe your, your friend's weaknesses. Um, yeah. Uh, comma seems okay. It also kind of reminds me of Valheim, uh, pacing wise, the way the comment seems to, to, to go. But, um, overall, I don't think I'm sold, but, um, I don't, hate, I don't think I hate it either. I just, I just don't think it's enough to make me want to buy it.
0: Yeah. I'm pretty much in the exact same boat. I, I agree with most stuff. You said the things that really stand out to me is, um, um, the survival genre is pretty flooded at this point. And, uh, if there's really good ones and there's really whatever ones. And, uh, you know, what are you going to do to stand out? Well, these guys decided to make it a top down vampire game. Um, Kudos to them. That's cool. That's an interesting take. Um, definitely not one I've seen before, so um, that's interesting. As for the game itself, um, it seems like a lot of really cool ideas uh, individually, but the whole thing seems under undercooked at this point, under underbaked. Um, and so uh, I have interest in it, and I'll probably pick it up to just check it out in early access, but um, I do think this is a game that's going to need to sit for a bit, and find out exactly what they want to do with it. They got a foundation, but uh, it seems like they gotta gotta really kind of hone it in on something. I do also like that there's like you know builds and and different ways to play, um, which is really interesting. I Also, think it's cool. There's like humans just walk around the map. It makes sense as a vampire, but in a survival game, the idea of like NPCs that just kind of like hang out. The only game I can really think of that does something like that to that extent is maybe like Conan Exiles. And that's only like in like a town or two. Like it's not really like all over the map. So it is a uh, interesting um, thing to see that uh, that I'll be curious to see what it's like when you um, when you play it. Um, Yeah, I also am not a big fan of the blood energy thing, but it it does make sense um, thematically with the game. But it just seems sounds kind of tedious to me. And a lot of the waiting systems and crafting and not really having progression without that uh, does sound like something they could improve upon. Um, but overall, I'm I'm intrigued by the game. Um, combat looks okay. It doesn't look bad. It Doesn't look amazing. It's not like as good as like a game like Diablo, um, but it doesn't look like you know janky and shitty either. But uh, um, Yeah, nothing about this game really is like screaming to me that I have to play it but I do have a curiosity about it because it's doing a couple things different that uh that makes me uh at least want to check it out and see how it's going but I do feel like this is a game that um is either going to be uh much better later down the road or not much is going to change at all down the road and I would obviously hope for um the first one over the second one so but uh but yeah, it's got, it's got my uh, attention now. It didn't before, so now it does. And uh, I'll probably check it out and uh, let you guys know what I think of it uh, when I play it. You have anything else to say on it? All right, let us know in the comments what you guys think of V Rising. Does it look interesting to you? Does it not look interesting to you? Are you a fan of survival games? Uh, are you not a sur- fan of survival games? What's your favorite one? And um, are you playing this right now? And if you're playing this, let me know your thoughts. Let me know if I should play it. Maybe I should wait. Maybe I need to play it right now. Maybe this wasn't a good, I mean, it's IGN. So maybe it wasn't a good uh, representation of it. Although I think he was pretty thorough about it. So I'll give him that. And uh, yeah, let me know everything you're thinking about when it comes to uh, Vampire Survival, uh, V Rising, and uh, survival games in general in the comments below. All right, we got a third video to watch, and this is a short one and kind of just something I wanted to kind of let you guys know is a thing, but also uh, discuss it a little bit. This is uh, Elden Ring Seamless Co-op, um, which is coming out, I believe, on the 27th of yeah. this month. Um, it is being made by Luke Yui. I want to make sure uh, people know who's responsible for it. And we have some info that's not uh, in the video to go over as well in the comments, but um, that I will want to go over as well because there's some questions. Uh, I posted a video on TikTok about this a bit and I had a lot of people asking a lot of questions. So hopefully we can answer some of those, but this is an our mod. So we don't know everything about it, but, right. uh, you actually, uh, sent this, uh, or you put this in the discord. Yeah. Um, because we both like Elden Ring. Mm. So that discussion doesn't need to really take off too much. We're both fans of it. Um, I think it's one of the best games I've played in like 10 years. So <laughs> definitely a fan. <laughs> um, and, uh, we've played co-op. Yep. And we both enjoy co-op. I got not to talk about TikTok too much. I got in fucking trouble because like I posted this and I said in my TikTok video that this is one of the closest things to D&D in a video game and I meant to say in a third-person action game and people were like have you not played fucking divinity dude? Like like it was like seven people out of like 70,000 people, but still like people were on my ass about that. I was like fuck. So anyway, uh, one of the things I enjoy about the co-op in in Elden Ring is it feels similar to like D and D in the sense that you can have like uh, different kinds of magic users in a party. You can have like a knight. You can have like a dude with a fucking whip. You can have like a rogue. You can have like a really diverse yeah. grouping of people fighting like awesome bosses in dungeons. So it always kind of gives me like a D and D vibe, and uh, it's always a lot of fun to play that co-op. But uh, the disconnect thing yeah. happens. Which is like you know, you, if you played a Souls game, you expect it to happen, but this mod uh, is going to serve as a uh, way to get around that potentially. So yeah, I think the
1: other the other thing too is like not everyone, and I know it is part of the game, and there are people who are just like, well, that's the game, and they're purists about it. But um, sure, um, invasions. Uh, are guaranteed pretty much if you play co-op. So um,
0: especially when you hit certain level ranges, it's pretty insane. Um, yeah, some of the feedback I got was people really upset that the idea of people not having invasions sure, would happen.
1: Um, because for them, they're losing effectively people to troll. Sure. Because the people who are not interested in that aren't going to
0: be good targets anyways. Yeah. Right. They're just gonna
1: be punching bags.
0: Um, Though I, I do one person brought up a uh, constructive criticism to it. I think that they, they were concerned that if enough people and people on console aren't playing this, um, right. If this PCO, exactly. Playing. Um, I had a lot of people ask me if this is on console. I'm like, no, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> unless no. you find a way to do that. I don't think so. But somebody was worried about like, if enough people started using this mod, um, It would take away from the servers. However, that shows a demand.
1: Sure. Um, that the games, Um, here's the thing with mods in every, in every, every game ever. This is literally a conversation happening in the final fantasy 14 space right now as well. Mods exist due to a lack of something. The game is is effectively, it's not offering it. There's a demand for Uh, something. Yeah. And and if that demand is the ability to play just Mm co-op, um, that's something that game from should look at.
0: And the game already offers uh, a certain experience with co-op. So (laughs) co-op is not out of the question. It's in the game. So even if like in
1: your personal, you know, wants and desires, you're like, well, I want to be able to invade people. And then you go and you invade a world like mine. I don't want to participate in that. I'm literally going to stand there. Just let you get your kill and you can fuck off. Yeah. That how fun is that for how long? Right. Um, I'm going to go back to playing
0: and and I mean that's a good that's a good example too. Like any purist purist, uh, going like, um, well, that's how the game's intended to play. I'm like, yeah, but you're gonna run into people like you who's not even gonna participate in that. Yeah. So like, you get really that into the idea of running up and just killing a dude who's not interested in fighting you and just gonna let you kill them. Like, or are you just sure, gonna and, and troll them and like, you'll think it's fun like, is, for a little bit. Is that how the game was intended to be played? No. Yeah. <laughs> like,
1: no, you want someone to fight back. You yeah. want to have that I conquered them feeling. Yeah. And when you run into someone, i'm literally i'm not a competitive person like at all mm-hmm. there's there's nothing you can say that'll make me interested and in versing you i just don't care yeah i don't want to participate i will get up and in it and if you run in and you're and you're just gonna hang out my game i'll just leave the computer you can hang out with my character i won't be there i'll play something else i don't yeah. care like that's how stubborn i am about it so um not everyone's going to be like me, but there's going to be enough people who just, they don't want to hassle with it, right?
0: Or if they deal with it enough, they're going to adopt a similar mentality. Yep. Well, and then there's a, a huge um,
1: influx of people finding places they can AFK so that people come in for invasions. They can't reach them, though a lot of people do find out ways to do it. Mm. And then the the invader target just kind of stuck in their world and they can't reach the, the person. And then so they have to leave, which lets the the host, the the person who's being invaded, get free runes.
0: So Oh interesting.
1: Um makes sense. So is that fun? No. It's not. I mean right? for them
0: maybe if they're okay with just being invaded. <laughs> I mean they're yeah. getting free currency, yeah. right? While they're at work. They yeah. don't care.
1: Um The whole point is you should want that feature, but you should want it to be with people who want to participate in that feature mm-hmm. because that's what makes it fun, I would assume. Uh, and the same as if I play a co-op game, in the, uh, but th- let's say it was forced on them. and They didn't actually want to play with me. Mm-hmm. That's not fun for them either. It's yeah. the same idea. So.
0: Yeah, I, I get all the perspectives, mm-hmm. but um, there is that inevitable if you try to force people to partake in something they don't want to, they're not gonna. Yeah. Um, and that's just that's how just it what is. This is. Yeah. So, I mean, those, those are good points. Cause yeah, I, I mean, we got to watch this still and talk about the info, but um, um, you know, the idea of just being able to co-op um, uh, seamlessly is awesome. And that they have, you know, multiple horses being able to be rode at the same time, which we'll watch the video. So we get that uh, is awesome. That's something that I feel like, you know, from should have maybe tried to do, but also I think it's a balanced thing. Yeah. But, um, but from your point of view, it's also an answer to some people's uh, problems with the game.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, which the, is interesting. the way I have to co-op now is I just have to do the level, which would be more fun for me to co-op. because yeah. I don't care about the challenge part. I know that's there. And the option's still there for people who want it. Right. My experience isn't ruining yours. Yeah. Um, but then I get to the boss room and then I summon you know my friend and we just do the boss so that no invasion can happen so mm-hmm. so it's just it's a lot of like jumping through hoops to play with my friends a lot friends. of steps yeah instead of just let me just let me play with them right yeah
0: so yeah I feel like before we talk further about this we should just watch the video so anybody who's just like not in the loop of what this mod yeah. is can learn about it but I, I'm glad that uh The I'm revisiting this here, not just on that video that I made because um, uh, that's perspective I did not touch. So, Um, yeah, so we're gonna watch this real quick so you guys can get filled in on the info, and then we'll go through the other info, and then we'll talk about it further. But this is Elden Ring Seamless Co-op, preparing for release uh, by Luke Huey and uh, three, two, one, go. Is there sound? I don't think so. I'm pretty sure there is in this video. I think it's just quiet. Yeah, there it is. It's fine. They don't talk or anything. I I was like, why is it so fucking quiet? Right. Ah, there it is. All right, so for everybody listening, Seamless Co op, it says it, and then it says horse. It shows two players on horses. Which is something you can't do in the base game.
1: Honestly, it's more of just a bonus for me. I the, that part didn't bother me that much.
0: It didn't bother me either. Um, but it is is it's cool to see. Yeah. I wasn't expecting it when you linked this. So they killed a dragon. They're celebrating, and now it says shared rewards. Yes. So it seems like everybody's able to get the rewards from that. Yep yeah so instead of having to load in, into four two
1: different instances yeah, if your four. four player for example you just do it once and everyone gets the benefit can also rest at graces which you could not you can't do go up
0: yeah there's a thing that says pv on pvp on yeah so if you still want to like fight
1: your friends you can toggle pvp on I just think it's cool. They're it showing him getting whacked right now.
0: Yeah. Guy's riding up on his horse, hits his friend. Yeah, fighting a boss and messing with each other at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then something I think is something they didn't need to do, but I think it's really cool spectator cam. Mm-hmm. So if you go down, you're able to watch the other person who's playing, which is great, because you won't have to watch from like the ground um, while they're in the middle of a boss fight, you know, from across the area, you can right. see what's happening, and you know you're not just sitting there bored. And then it does show four
1: people around the grace, which mm-hmm. um, anyone who knows like the the networking side of of Elden Ring, uh, it was it has it's a four player game, but it reserves the spot typically for one invader invader. Yeah, so you have um, it's a three player co-op experience at
0: most, um, as this makes allows it to be four, which is really interesting. Yeah they're able to uh manipulate it to do that um okay and so before we talk about this further there's some more info uh that they have linked here where's at? okay so it says uh um can the mod get banned it says no the mod doesn't connect to the matchmaking servers and does not use from software online services and therefore you can't get banned for using it People are asking me, "What does that necessarily mean?" I'm assuming it's direct IP connection or a separate server. Peer to peer, peer to peer. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what is the player cap? The maximum player count is uh, party is four: one host, three guest players. Increasing the player cap beyond mm-hmm. this is out of the scope of this project. So they're probably just utilizing, like you said, the fourth the built slot Yeah, exactly. They're just slots. smart because they don't have to do too much modifications on that. Uh, are there invasions? No, there are no invasions. You can PvP with members of your party if you like using an item to toggle friendly fire mode. How do the items work? Items are unique to every player. If boss drops a talisman pouch, for example, everyone will get it. The same applies to items found in the world and enemy drops. Uh, how do Sites of Grace and Bonfires work? If one player sits at the Site of Grace anywhere in the world, an enemy world reset will occur uh for every player if a player fighting in non open world boss at this time they'll be placed back outside of the fog wall and the fight will be reset okay so that's interesting so like somebody's in the middle of a fight you hit that grace they're going to get pulled out of that essentially checkpoint um and it's going to reset the boss so uh it's interesting they thought of that uh is progress shared yes progress is shared but it only applies to actions you do whilst in the player's world for example if you start a fresh character and join the player to kill an endgame boss only that boss will be dead in your world and you won't inherit all of the other players progress they had before you joined you'll just have a missing boss which is very interesting uh, how does it work with the anti-cheat it doesn't the mod uses a separate launcher which runs the game without launching an easy anti-cheat can use other mods yes however for regulation uh, param file edits everyone in the party must have them active in order for them to be visible uh, if just one player uses a randomizer it will only work for that player So that's really interesting. So it sounds like they got a lot of things worked out with this mod. It sounds pretty impressive. Um, And we kind of already went over why you would want to use this mod. I think the easy ones, I mean, you brought up a good point about people just wanting to opt out of certain features that the the base game forced you to do. Mm. But I think at the base minimum, uh, you want to play with up to three other friends and have fun in a game for fun because you enjoy fun in video games. Uh, it, It sounds like a good time yeah um i do think it's interesting and i was also asked this question a couple times i i don't have an answer for it um people are wondering if you have to start a fresh character because you're going to be this is, will most likely have its own um client to possibly start just the just game launcher yeah so am I'm, I'm wondering if your save files are going to translate over or not I don't know either, but I would assume like a character I'm playing currently right now, and then I get this mod installed. Will I be able to use that character? I, I like must. That. I would assume, and this assume is a key word here. Yeah, take a grain of salt. Um, this is all speculation.
1: That all it's doing is launching the game outside of Steam, but your save file is still on your computer. And the next, what I mean, will happen is the next time if you launch it through Steam instead, uh, seem to just going to be like, "Hey, your cloud save doesn't match. Do you want to sync it up?"
0: I think it would be smart, though, to make a copy of your character save and keep the one they play on the servers uh, there and use a separate one for the mod just because if something is put into your save file, like you, if it picks up that something seems off like you and somebody else picked up something at the same time, I don't know how, but it could happen and they pick up that you somehow they think you cheated or they can trace that you did play the modded mode they don't want you to play. They could possibly do something about it.
1: That's tricky. Um, because you're not, you're not. Um, it's not a games a service game. And so like you're allowed to do whatever the hell you want to it. It's only the, the, when you access the online component in which they have any control over. That's why it's it's okay to use it. Yeah, that's um, what I'm
0: saying. Like if you if you took your save, put it, did this mod, played played that save on this mod, and then took that same character that you played on this mod, and you took it onto the online servers, and they saw that something was up with your save file from playing on there, whatever that is. Um, maybe there's an exploit you're going to be able to do now because you got four people in the game with four different abilities to get unique loot and being able to do possibly something crazy with four horses. I don't know. And they find something they don't want you to be doing and they have evidence that you played in that mod and now you've connected to their servers. I could see them absolutely banning you.
1: I just find it highly unlikely because you can play in offline mode. Sure. And And I'm saying
0: if you connect to the server
1: well, sure, but, like, so if you play in offline mode, they're not keeping track of what you're doing there
0: either. And then... Yeah, but 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 they could. They, they could have access to your file, but you're just, like, playing offline like normal, so that nobody's going to get in trouble for that.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, you could literally disconnect your computer from the Internet and yeah. play the game offline, and then when you connect your game to the Internet again, it's not going to be like, oh, well, your save file is weird because... You know, we weren't able to to check it while you were playing offline, so you're banned. I I, I just I see I I'm not saying it's impossible, but I think it's like incredibly unlikely, especially because they're not modifying the way the game actually functionally plays. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just modifying the way the multiplayer works, but all the the features aren't are the same.
0: So yeah, yeah. I would still be careful, but uh, no way to know until it's uh it's out and people are you know doing it but again that's kind of raises the questions on how how the saves are going to work but now that we've talked about that you know you just have a save file with your character information it'd be easy to import that regardless so um yeah so anyway uh i remember we're talking about before that but uh it, it seems like it's got a lot of features it seems like it's thought out really well um it sounds like a lot of fun to me um even having that fourth person sounds really cool. Um, obviously you can make a case for like, oh, that makes the game easier. I don't, I don't care until you hit a certain new game plus and everything one shots you anyways. Sure. But I also just like, don't care. Cause if I've decided I'm going to play a game that wasn't intended for four players with four players, I've already accepted that this is the experience I'm looking for. You're playing a modded game man. and I'm, I'm looking to play with my friends cause I like my friends. I don't like playing video games with them. Mm-hmm. So, um, but uh, but yeah, it just sounds like a, it sounds like a, a fun time, and it kind of sucks that this wasn't already kind of an option in the game. I don't I don't judge Elden Ring um, for the way it's already set up because I love everything about it. Sure. But uh, it would have been cool to have some kind of option similar to this because even. You can play if you think about the right way to do it because we've done it. You can play the pretty much the whole fucking game together if, yeah. you're, if you're progressing at the same time. You just have to do a lot of like summoning people back and forth, hoop jumping, hoop jumping. Yeah. And so, you, but you already fucking do this with, but you're just, you know, we would always say like Fingy down and shit uh to to let everybody know okay we're ready to get summoned in and you just do all the the content together anyway yeah and then you'd have to repeat it repeat the content and further grind in the game some people get upset about like well, you're just higher level well if you're playing with your friend and you have to keep going into their game they have to go into your game you're doing the boss like fucking twice each time um this would eliminate that because you're all doing it once um but it just cuts some of those uh those those barriers out of the way that uh We'll just make the multiplayer experience better, more fun. So, I mean, it's a fucking video game. So well, and realistically, if you if you are the type of person who cares,
1: you don't have to participate in, in these um, self-perceived uh, easy modes. So,
0: yeah. Unless you just have like four people who are all like, you know, low skill at games and they're just trying to have, have fun, like, you know who's to say that's not difficult for them. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I don't even care about that conversation. I mean, so. honestly,
1: my, my full intention is to make probably a new character. Yeah. Um, that's what I would do. And depending on how many instances of multiplayer I've been doing, cause I, I have a feeling I'll be playing, uh, if I had to assume in a four player setting and then also in a two player setting, um, I'll probably just make two characters. I mean, cause like what's it really matter. I enjoy the game. I don't care doing the beginning. That's what new game plus is. Anyway, it's just doing the game over again. So, mm-hmm. Um, and then I'll just keep my my character I have now as my vanilla game experience character. So sure, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I am I am looking forward to going up to like <clears throat> you know like Market for example and just jumping him essentially. Yeah, um, I've already fought him before. I don't like you don't really care anymore other than just like, I want to play the adventure and the, 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 um, you know, the, the expression that was used earlier about like, you know, basically having like that D and D experience Mm -hmm. is like, you know, you can, communicate with your friends like who wants to be like the sword and board style person who wants to be you know this kind of thing and you can just make your own fun out of it which is entirely the point so
0: well and you can also experience a game that's already fucking awesome in a new way Mm -hmm. and actually like coordinate with your friends now that there's a cooperative experience to be had yeah that brings new fun to the game like i've already beaten the game yeah and i soloed 98 percent of it 99 i mean i did i did you know, some co-op stuff early on early with people. Game, yeah. And then I went and played with people who were still coming up to the game, just playing with them for fun. But like when it came to like all the boss fights and all that shit, I did it all by myself. And yeah. uh it was a lot of fun. I'll do it again. It's a I fuck I already said it's a fucking great game. I love this game to death. Yeah. But I've already beaten it. I have no qualms with fucking doing this shit. Like yeah. it sounds dope as shit to me. So I'm looking forward to the mod. Hopefully it works well. Hopefully it's smooth and Hopefully, all the features that they got in it work well because, like, the idea of having like four horses um, is awesome. I'm
1: going to be it's honest. Cool. The, the, the biggest, the two biggest things for this for me is um, the seamless part, right? Yeah. The the lack of f- fog walls, I'm assuming, is what that means. We can just keep going without having to constantly summon people in. Yeah. Um, That's exciting. And people not leaving bosses dying. Well, yeah, once like you kill
0: the boss, no one dis- disappears. Just, yeah, keep you just keep playing. Just keep
1: playing because. Yeah otherwise i have to use a resource and bring them right back anyways
0: it like it's just skipping it's an, a step and it's an easy resource to get so it's just tedious
1: yeah it, it's, it's it's literally just uh an extra step yeah. is all it is um and then having to to kill something once and everyone getting loot um i think is the the second thing i'm i'm most excited about the rest of the stuff didn't even have to be there i'm i'm happy it is but really the big ones for me is the seamless and the shared loop. I mean, those yeah. are the those are the big ones. So.
0: Well, and it's, it'll just be nice too because like uh, when I was playing this multiplayer uh, with you know multiple people, it kind of without like the mission quest structure or the amount of people kind of reminded me of like an MMO. Yeah, running around this like open world, like doing stuff together and like making that seamless it's just going to make that feel even further. But, but yeah, it's just, it just sounds like a good time. Like if it oh, works sure. well, dude, like it's going to be fucking awesome. It'd be a great reason to come back and play through it again. Um, yep. And yeah, two things on, uh, you know, two closing things is, you know, if you have a criticism of it as a mod that you're concerned about, you know, people exploiting the game, I understand where you're coming from. If you're upset about how people are playing the game in terms of like skill, I don't care. I don't have, you know, I, I can respect that that's your opinion. But that's about as far as it goes. I don't. It's oh, not. Sure. It's not a conversation I can really humor too much. I don't. They everybody paid money for this, and as long as it doesn't affect you negatively, I, I don't care. I think um, I think
1: that was the part um I was thinking of as like you know, if I spent sixty dollars on the game, you don't get to tell me how to play it unless you negatively affect people online. If somewhere. in an online setting, yes.
0: With with yeah, exactly. Or if you can fuck the economy or something. Exactly. Like that. But other than that, yeah, I agree one hundred percent. Um, I just want to I, I, – got to have that context because sure. you can negatively affect people if you oh, buy yeah, a 6-dollar yeah. game. Um, there's another point I was going to make. I completely forgot. Oh, uh, and then my condolences to people on console because I got a lot of feedback from people like really bummed that they're not going to be able to play this because so many people um, were saying that this is something they wanted. Like They're like, oh, my God, this is exactly what I wanted when I played this game um and some people are like is it on xbox is it on playstation and i'm just like over and over again i was like no i'm no i don't think yeah. it is i will um, say i thought that uh, one thing you guys could be
1: happy about playing on console is at least you have smooth frame rate which we still don't have on pc so that's pretty good every once in a while you have some jitters there's some zones that stutter real yeah. bad
0: so yeah for sure there was like some repeatable like you could definitely you you can recreate stutters. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> um for sure it's not game breaking
1: but it is annoying so um which doesn't happen on console so win for you guys in that regard yeah you guys win dude
0: you don't get the seamless co-op you, but uh you, you get got, buttery smooth gameplay you get to play the game in a way that doesn't fuck you so yeah. that's nice um but overall it seems like okay. we're both uh into it and All think stoked. It, it, yeah. it looks cool um, we'll definitely be checking it out. Hopefully, the uh, installation of it is pretty straightforward nowadays. Mods are pretty fucking simple. I if it's just a launcher, it's probably just an exe. Yeah, and uh, I believe you're going to be able to get this on uh, Nexus. Uh, yes, says so so, the end of the video. Yeah. yeah, so definitely get it there. I had a couple ask me that as well, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure it said that. So, um, yeah, which also adds validity to the mod. It's not.
1: It's not a virus. Like because yeah. it's on a. a yeah, it's not someone fucking uh, an actual.
0: Platform that hosts mods. It's not someone who's going to steal your fucking cryptocurrency, um, your NFTs. It's all um, worthless,
1: but you know, the only one am stealing it. So yeah, for sure. <laughs> Anything else you want to say on this? No, I, I like I said, you know, I'm just
0: excited to, to be able to play it multiplayer. Uh, so. Yeah, and to try a build I haven't played yet. <laughs> Same. Yeah, that when I when I come back to the game, I want to play something completely different than what I played. I want to use weapons that like you know. Uh, might be a little more challenging to use or something. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. Let us know in the comments though, what you guys think of the seamless co-op mod coming out for PC uh, for Elden Ring? Do you like, do you not like it? If you don't like it uh, in, in a, uh, respectful way, hopefully. Let us know your thoughts on it. What, what what are your criticisms of it? If you're into it, let us know what you're into it, uh, or why you're into it. Um, are you playing on PC? Are you going to be able to use this? Or are you on console and you're wishing you could use this? Um, even if you don't feel negative about this, maybe you're just like, yeah, I don't really play with people. It doesn't really do much for me. And uh, what's some features that you wish Elden Ring did have? Uh, hopefully not a, a Western open world UI. That was a weird one when people were upset about that. And uh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Let us know everything you're thinking about when it comes to this mod and Elden Ring in the comments below. All right. It's that time again where we close out the show by going through prior episodes, reflecting on those episodes, and reading your comments. Now, we only have two videos uh since the last time we did this. So I'm gonna read pretty much all the comments. But typically if we had more videos out or a lot of comments, we would be more specific. So in that situation, you type in hashtag STLG if you want us to address your comment for sure. Otherwise I pick at random. So if your comment is not read and you're like, why didn't you read my comment, type in hashtag STLG on your comment and I will prioritize it. Otherwise I read at random. So our last tasty cast was tasty cast 166 we reacted to gotham knights gameplay and i think we had a really good conversation about that i think we were critical but also open-minded about it we talked about may's game releases so maybe at the end of may you're like what kind what came out this month watch that tasty castle fill you in and then i talked about bloodhunt and what i thought of it um that's a really interesting too. I, the feedback I've been getting on that. People are talking about like they're, they're really into it or they're like, yeah, it's a dead game already. I'm like, God damn. And, uh, we reacted to unreal engine fives. Um, somebody made uh, a train station in unreal engine five. And, uh, it looks really fucking crazy. Uh, also since then, a lot of people are making things in unreal oh, engine yeah. five and it's fucking crazy. Cause they're just coming out of the woodwork. And every time I see one, I'm like, everyone's just making these apparently it's really easy if people are just pumping these things out so really exciting shit i want to see what a triple a company can do with that so oh we will check out that episode yeah we got like a year or two and then we're gonna start seeing the fruits of all that um all right so we got a comment from psycho scream saying the tech demo was wild the combat in gotham knights looks similar to batman arkham series of games combat floaty but good um yeah, I mean, we we pretty much agree. I think we were talking about how it looked floaty, but it could be fun. I thought some of the animations were actually pretty good, but they just didn't match up on like the footing and the way the specifically one character moved. Yeah. Um, and then another thing I thought about more as I watched it more and more and was getting like feedback, um, the gunplay doesn't seem as impactful as when you're like sitting there punching them and shit, you're just standing there shooting and their health bar is going down. And it kind of reminds me of an MMO when you have mm-hmm. guns in an MMO and it's not that exciting, but, um, at least it didn't look as floaty as a,
1: no, it's super spongy in that regard. Yeah. that's Oh uh, boy. And I agree. The tech demo is wild for sure. Oh, that tech demo is, is, um, gorgeous. Mm. <laughs> that guy, um, I mean, he should be proud of what he made. It's, it's really still cool. the most impressive of all the yeah. crazy things I've seen from Unreal Engine so far. Um, and then, yeah, the the floaty thing. I, yeah, it is the same. But like, how many years has it been since then? Like, should it be the same? Well, that's the thing.
0: <laughs> I, I, I I get why people do it, and I'm not saying that's what Psycho's doing. But you yeah. just bring up a point. But when people uh, compare modern things to old things, I'm like, I get what you're saying. But do you get what you're saying? Because you're also saying like that standard hasn't moved up. Yeah, I feel like it should have, and if it doesn't, it's fine. Maybe, maybe it's still, you know, acceptable. But I feel like you when know, one
1: again, like fun is way more important than appearances and animation. hundred yeah, like percent. That, that was my right?
0: biggest point I made when I was watching that. I was like, this yeah. could just be fun, it won't matter.
1: Yeah, we're not playing it; we're watching it, and yeah. it's really easy to be super like hypercritical when you're just watching something. Yeah. Um, not saying that. Sorry, just obviously I, I felt inspired to say something about that but mm-hmm. um but yeah I, I just think um especially in in you know 2022 um there's not a lot of good excuses to be warping around
0: unless you're a mid-tier developer or indie developer which but is a triple a not wb <laughs> working for wb yeah. it's not the, and the uh free-to-play fighter looks
1: amazing animation wise like i don't get like how this game What's what free play fighter? The Warner Brothers fighting like Smash Bros game. Oh yeah, people keep talking. The animations that. are
0: insane. Yeah i <laughs> i saw I saw somebody going like, we got leaked characters for whatever that game is called, something verse, multiverses, multiverses. Yeah, they're like, we got leaked characters characters for multiverses, and I was like, what the fuck is that? And I watched them all, I'm like, oh, it's. Not, I was like, people are talking. I watched two people that. play the alpha. And I'm not a Smash Bros fan,
1: but that game, like I said, the animations blow my mind. Like whoever made it like loves
0: the characters. I should watch some video of that then because yeah. I have not seen anything on it's it. It's cool. I, I probably won't play it, but mm. I mean it's free to play. That's which very is smart as shit. Smart. Too. Yeah. So. Especially if you're gonna go after Smash Bros. as a genre like that. They they fucking own that genre. Uh, the well, play, it's not the exact clone PlayStation. Either, so yeah, well, like PlayStation All Stars came out. It's like mm-hmm. fine. It's just not as good. But like because people love Smash Bros so fucking much, if you can't make something that's like going like whoa shit, you, it's like undeniably cool. People expect like, nah, Smash Bros exists. Fuck this.
1: Yeah, you know how in Smash like you can bubble block mm-hmm. and like grab c- grab counter stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Those don't exist in this game. You dodge. Dodge oh, cool. and hit. I, so I think I prefer that. So I think you would. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, I, I don't want to get too onto that. If you haven't yeah. checked that out, I'd recommend it. It's maybe uh, I'll have to make a video because uh, I've not looked into that sp- at all. Specifically, Tom and Jerry. The amount of love that I think went into that is insane. Interesting, because they're fighting each other, and everyone else is just a um, collateral damage of their fight.
0: Huh. It's insane. It's it's so weird to hear this, but hear it from you's it, more <laughs> weird. So but I know you appreciate, you know, extra work put into things. So the like details, are nuts, you know. dude. Yeah, you could cool. tell the
1: people at Warner Brothers
0: are like these are these are our characters. Yeah. So they're not fucking around. That's
1: interesting. Yeah,
0: yeah I'll, I'll definitely have to watch something on that. I I have not seen anything on it. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to say? No, no, sorry go? about that. my whole no, point fine.
1: is the same like publisher yeah. on a free-to-play game has better animation than Again, I'm sure it's expensive as hell to make. Yeah, that's based on DC like stuff. So I'm, I, I don't know. It's
0: weird to me. That's kind of weird. Yeah. Again, it could be a blast. I think a lot of people share that sentiment as well. But yeah. uh, but again, the gameplay could just be fun. So yeah. it won't matter. Yep. Uh, thank you for the comment psycho moving over to ego border they say gotham knights doesn't look bad i think if marvel spider-man was a ps2 game gotham knights would be the late gen ea cross platform knockoff that you would rent and be surprised by <laughs> very very possible um honestly when we were talking about i i feel like we were very fair and nuanced with that game because there are things about it i thought looked pretty bad but there's also a lot of potential there and a lot of stuff mm-hmm. that i was like it's a co-op game you're running around fucking gotham with a friend like like getting loot and beating people up and shit that sounds like a good time it doesn't sound sure. it doesn't look horrible um so it it could i'm hoping for exactly what you're saying i want to be surprised by it i feel like there's potential for that oh, also yeah. feel like there's potential i'm like oh, it's not as good as you know it could have it been um but at the very least i don't think it's gonna be a bad game there's some people who think it's gonna be like complete trash. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. I don't think <laughs> so. I just think it might be underwhelming. That's about as far as I think it could be. But uh, I I hope it's like you play and you're like, whoa! Like when I played Outriders and I was like, and it's not an amazing game, but like I was like, that game looks like shit. And then I played, and I'm like, mm, it's pretty fun. Yeah. So um, I hope it's that kind of situation at the 100%. very least for me. So
1: yeah, I agree.
0: Anything else you want to add to
1: that? No, I just I, I like the comparison to playstation 2 but <laughs> yeah it's a little out there but it, it, it
0: lands so yeah, yeah yeah thank you for the comment ego yes. border uh we got writer saying fear one with these graphics in quotations uh continuing saying hearing that made me feel oddly sexual you and me both buddy when i said it i was like oh shit i would love that so i'm i'm, I'm with you continuing he says i'm down uh, but that's one of the conversations I used to get in with people who claim ray tracing don't make that much difference. Fucking baking lights onto shit and placing fake light sources at best. You'll get something that'll look great at a certain time of day or lighting condition and dog shit other other times. Or dog shit other times. Uh, ray traced lightning or lighting can be a generation le- I'm butchering your, your comment uh ray trace lighting can be a generation leap visually for a lot of games and this is lumen ray tracing so it wouldn't even destroy performance that much um fucking preach dude like uh we continued talking about this a bit and I, I'm glad to see the writer actually uh understands um the the development process of making games like a lot of people don't understand like how like light sources and lighting and touching up certain things and creating uh environments works and development and then uh you know i'm not going to give you guys a lesson on ray tracing because a lot of you probably don't even need it but a lot of people don't know what ray tracing is and it's like uh it's 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 cutting a lot of the extra work out of the process and that you have the ray that they're talking about being traced by different technologies so like lighting uh, which is translating in real time shadows which is translating uh, audio information which is translating reflections uh, reflections in real time so mm-hmm. now uh, for instance if you have a mirror on a wall back in the day you'd have to render that as almost like a screen and so the game is looking at your character and rendering you twice twice yeah whereas if you have a, a surface that now is is talking with the ray, it knows where you are in communication at all times. That's the technology, it's communicating constantly and it's doing it in a way that uh, can be demanding for sure. Like he's saying though, there's it's gonna get better, um, but it's happening in real time. So you don't have two different things happening at once. You're not being rendered twice. If you ever played a game where you look at a mirror and it's blurred out, it's because they don't wanna render you twice. That's a, that's a decision they've made. Mm. Um, And just like, you know, if you can uh, communicate lighting and shadows together um, or have actual ambient lighting and you're not using like, uh, you know, ambient occlusion and shit, um, that technology is cutting out a lot of the shit that they'd had to do extra and it's happening in real time. So it gives you more freedom to uh, realize things. So anyway, all, all that stuff aside. Um, it is a technology I'm really excited for. And like you said, Lumen ray tracing uh, with Unreal Engine 5, if it's on Unreal Engine 5, it's just going to run better than it was running before. Um, and so we can get more out of it. And that is beneficial for everybody, but it's also beneficial for people on consoles where you're not getting full ray tracing. Well, it's
1: also baked into the um, firmware for the graphics cards that exist too. So it's it's, exactly. it's just… It's all communicating with each other because it's supposed to be in the first
0: place. And basically just be, better optimization. Yeah. So, yeah. um, So, yeah, I, uh, I'm i really excited about that kind of stuff. And uh, when you're talking about baked in lighting and stuff, exactly. You have to place lighting objects and stuff. And you can still do that with ray tracing. But um, when light is actually hitting surfaces and ambiently lighting from those surfaces now because it knows how light works. It's a, it's a different fucking it's a different game now, man. Like it's it's really impressive stuff. So I'm glad, I'm glad you get where I'm coming from. That's all I'm trying to say here. Um and yeah, fear one, dude. I i fear's one of my favorite games ever. And uh for some reason when we're watching that, I was just like, I'd love a fear that looked that real. It'd be perfect. It'd be so demanding though, if it looked that good and also still had like the walls that would blow apart and the fucking smoke they'll fill hallways. And all that kind of shit. So I do
1: feel it would be really easy to whoever owns the rights for fear at this point. Um, WB, I think. To just add free. Tri- they did it to Quake 2. So, I mean, like, yeah. you could do it to fear. So. Yeah,
0: I want a brand new one, though.
1: Sure, sure. Of but, that one. Um, it would be. to Just insert it. be fun, you know, if they just. Obviously, they got to pay someone to do that. But whatever. Mm. You know what I mean you can still have retracing tracing and fear just obviously the, uh, you know, polygon count is not going to be as impressive as a new game, but for the sure. Lighting will be awesome. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace fear. I love fear so much. Fear one, fear two and three are like, okay. But like fear ones, like next level. Anything else you want to add to that? All right. Thank you for, um, the, the fucking circle jerk writer. Um, <laughs> Uh, moving on, uh, Psycho Scream says, so uh, you aren't going to review the Demon Slayer movie? We actually had a long conversation about this, and I finally understand the situation, that apparently in season two of Demon Slayer, before it came out, there's a movie that was made before the season, which I think is fucking wild, and apparently covers a specific arc that I have not seen yet uh, in the beginning of season two, and uh, Chevy hasn't watched it. I have not. And so my plan is to watch season two in its entirety. And then watch the movie. Because uh, if they made a whole movie, I assume it's not going to be the story will probably be the same, but I don't think the animation and the scenes will be verbatim the same. It kind of reminds me of how, like, when Berserk uh, had its original two seasons and then they made three movies that tell the same story, but in movie form, I fucking loved those movies because uh, it was just cool to see it in a more modern, uh, choreographed way and, and, you know, better, you know, drawings. There was that weird. 3d shit that they use but i don't mind it so anyway i kind of assume the same thing here so um i would like to watch it but i don't don't want to watch it first even though it came out first i want to watch the season so i can get the story in its entirety first and then i'd like to watch the movie as almost novelty and i also like to get chevy's uh opinion on that as well so i think that's my plan going forward
1: yeah
0: um i mean
1: you pretty much said it uh the only thing I really have to add to that, as I have been told by two people now that the movie is pretty much exactly the same, even like in the animation department. So. But I haven't seen it, so I, I would need, you know, obviously to confirm that with my own eyes. Um, but
0: yeah, I I want to look it up, but I'm afraid that somebody's going to spoil shit because I want to know, like, if it is verbatim, the exact same scenes. If it is, it's wasting our time. But if there is new stuff to it, um I, I want to see it, so yeah, yeah, we'll figure it out. But I, I do, uh, as of right now, have intentions of watching it. So I'm curious about what they did. So um, anything else? All right, thank you, everybody who watched that episode, Tasty Cast 166, and thank you, everybody who commented and. Yeah, we're going to move over to the other video I did by myself where I went over all the information about the new Silent Hill leaks that came out. I got pictures, I got the details, I got info from the leaker themselves via Twitter, and I got information on 3.5 Silent Hills that are apparently in development right now, which is fucking crazy that there's that many projects. It sounds like, from multiple sources I've read, that Konami is behind the scenes right now going all in on trying to get Silent Hill back up. So that's interesting. Um, Sounds like they don't want to lose the rights to the the IP. Yeah. Or they just want to make some money off of it or uh, they're humoring um, if they can get people to buy their games again. Yeah. One, I know with copyright
1: laws and stuff like that, you have to have like product constantly coming out. So I, I don't. Sorry. I don't have a lot of faith in Konami. So I have very negative thoughts anytime they do anything.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I think at the, the very minimum, I think uh, their company is, um, at this point, just driven by what makes the most profit. Um, I think uh, they value their brands only as monetary items. Mm-hmm. And so um, uh, what they did with Contra and what they did with Metal Gear uh, Survive or whatever... Uh, just shows me that they don't respect the properties, but they they figure they can make a quick buck off them. So I assume going into whatever they do with Sound Hill will be the same. But I'd love to be surprised. Yeah, that's my stance on it. Um, we got some bot comments I need to delete, <laughs> but uh, it's I, a big problem on YouTube right now. But I thought it was just funny that like within like three seconds of me posting. This video, I just had like three comments from bots instantly, and I thought it was funny. So, I, I put a quote that said, hey, the bots are excited for Silent Hill. Um, but we got some comments uh, from three people um, that uh, we're going to go through real quick. So, uh, the first one is from somebody named The Sims 3. Maybe it's the the game itself. It
1: has become sentient.
0: Yeah, very scary. Um They say, uh, I really like the monster design, unlike in a lot of horror games or movies where the monsters look dead and grotesque looking. This one takes a more abstract, surreal, and even elegant approach with most of its body covered in cherry blossoms, while also barely seeing the silhouette of its head, silent hill or not looks like a really fun and unsettling enemy to deal with. I actually agree with you in the sense that, um, so my stance is like, as a Silent Hill game, it's not really working for me. But as a horror game, it's intriguing to me. Mm. It's got a thing going on that I'm like, that's it. I would like to know more about that. How is that going to work in a horror setting? It is unsettling. You look at it, you're like, what the fuck is that? Um, and, of course, everybody's just going to try and make their own pyramid head. They want to have their pyramid head. They want some kind of iconic monster. But uh, And it could be that. But it is an interesting... Uh, design the whole the whole game looks interesting. Its design, but the monster definitely uh, is interesting as well. Um, so, I mean, I agree with you, Silent Hill or not, it is interesting. I would almost prefer it to be its own horror game. If this is just a new horror game coming out, I'd be like, oh, what's that? So, at the very least, I I am interested in 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 what they're doing with it when it comes to monster design as well. So, you have anything to add to that?
1: I haven't seen anything. Did you see it? Yeah.
0: Let me let me see if I can find it real quick. So, uh, it's this guy right here in the background. I don't know if it is cherry blossom, but it does kind of, uh, explain a bit. The thing I, I kind of just said, it looked like a mesh, like a rust light blood or pink colored mesh going on. But I think, I think honestly with the information, it's a representation of the girl you're playing, um, in monster form, but I don't know because every, all these notes are like self-deprecating. So I think it's a little too on the nose with, uh, Silent Hill always being about things you've done in the past, sins and all the horrible things you've done and all the mental aspects and cerebral aspects of that. So I see. But uh That but does yeah. not look like Silent Hill to me. I agree. I don't think it looks like Silent Hill either. But yeah. I think it looks interesting. Like if you just show me this concept art and you're like, this is a new game coming out called like uh the fucking you know the rust fucking mist or something. I just yeah. be like, Well, and oh, that's and, interesting. And, I'll check it out. In all
1: fairness too, um silent hill four and the pt demo both start off very like clean looking and kind of get like more like as the game progresses you know more of that gritty grimy feel or whatever um silent Hill two does that as well Silent Hill one does that they all do that
0: no i'm thinking about it yeah so i mean
1: this this could just be you know one of those moments where before it gets like crazy mm-hmm. like in appearance too it could be completely different like uh, who knows um it's a completely different mind's making this stuff at this point. Um, but the imagery, regardless of my thoughts on Silent Hill and stuff, uh, I actually, the picture
0: itself, I actually really like, to be honest. Yeah, it's interesting. Looking. So, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. my my, my big stance is I, I keep trying to, like, I accepted this a long time ago, but when I talk to people and they're like, you know, they, they got to bring Silent Hill back. I'm like, but it's not going to be the Silent Hill we got back in the day. That was of the era. That was of the time that was that team that was the creative juices at that time that does not exist anymore. Those people aren't making it. These are new people. And what they have to do is not try and emulate what Silent Hill did, but fucking take what sound Hills about and own their own silent Hill. That's yeah. what Kojima was going to, would have done for sure. It's, kojima like the 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 concept uh that we saw of silent hills looked nothing like silent hill yeah but it was crazy and weird and uh coming from kojima he would have made his own thing that's inspired by silent hill and would have owned that like this is mine this is silent hills this is what i'm and doing. in a very short period of time was uh terrifying <laughs> oh dude pt was fucking one of the best horror experiences i've ever experienced it was nuts and it's just a little fucking concept demo yeah Such a fucking shame. Uh, Anything else you want to add to that? No. All right, so uh, Tinkerbell says, the second, third, fourth picks remind me of Resident Evil 7. Um, So there's some pictures. It's all concept art, but it's all, like, internal. Uh, And go watch this episode if you want to see all the full details. I go through it very thoroughly. It's, like, 40 minutes long. But there's a lot of these uh, concept pictures that look like they're almost first-person perspective Mm. uh, in these trashy areas uh you know the the wallpaper's falling off everything looks like shit and you can tell it's a first person perspective because it looks like someone's holding a flashlight uh it is drawn but it is definitely concept art yeah. um and so they're referring to those pictures reminds them of resident seven and i thought it'd be interesting if uh you know this isn't the original this isn't team silent this is somebody else developing this game probably bloober team or something um under konami it's like hey fucking make a game people are gonna like and they're gonna buy and they're like well what is, what's resident evil doing well they've been doing first person well maybe we should fucking do that you know silent hill 04 had first person in it at some parts um I, I was, so i, was, I think just, it'd be funny if silent hill would emulate resident evil i think it's impossible for them
1: not to do it a little bit um just because seven uh and and Village that's Biohazard you? and Village, yeah. um Both did fantastic, and got positive feedback. I both. So they they have to be looking at it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So um inspiration well, would that, obviously that, but that's be that's the fucking drawn.
0: that's the fucking hilarious thing though is Resident Evil Biohazard is only first person the way it looks because PT got so much fucking hype. Yeah, and then PT got canceled, and soon after that they're like. We're doing a first-person game like that. And it it ended up being like it brought Resident Evil back to horror, which, thank you. But it was (laughs) right after PT and all of the the hype that it built up from that. And Sound Hills gets canceled, and then they're like, Resident Evil's going to be a first-person game too. And it did really well. And then Village, they just fucking knocked it out of the park. They went crazy with it. It's such a fun, fun game. And then it'd be funny to see he'll come out and be like we're gonna do what resident evil's doing yeah it's like full circle it's fucking hilarious to me so like yeah tomb raider to uncharted to tomb raider 100 it's the exact same thing it's exactly <laughs> yeah it's tomb raider emulates uncharted now and it's like that's so weird um so yeah i agree with you tinkerbell i, th- I think it also it percent, seems like it's inspired by resident also Evil. how did we get sims 3 and tinkerbell in this chat <sighs> these, are, these are people from tiktok dude <laughs> these are tiktok people um, probably okay so uh, last comment of this episode is from Mikasa0101 saying gonna be life is strange with Silent Hill texture pack and Pyramid Head romance side story DLC true this I said is the real fucking nightmare this shit that I read that I was like oh my god dude life is strange Silent Hill you're fucking killing me with this shit but <laughs> also there is 100% a fucking demographic of people who are looking for that, but not only that, they're looking for a pyramid head romance side story DLC uh, that would sell like fucking hotcakes. It,
1: it's pretty much gonna sell the 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 Dead by Daylight guy, not Dead by Yeah, are making a romance of game romance the killers. game because so.
0: it's. Dude, the horniest community on the fucking internet when it comes to video games is the Dead by Daylight community, which is bizarre because I thought I was a part of that for a long time. like, I love Dead by Daylight. I play it all the time. I want to talk strategy and shit. And then fucking Dead by Daylight uh, Daylight on Twitter would post something and I win the comments and it's just all these crazy pictures of all the dudes in Dead by Daylight, like naked, half naked, holding hands, making out and shit. And everybody's just going like fucking nuts and screaming the names of dead by daylight characters and stuff and i'm just like what's going on here do you guys play the game not like grass touching that's what's going on it, it's wild <laughs> and then uh they made um oh god what's his name something king i think um they made him uh i think a gay character now which i mean is whatever that's cool but fucking like that was like one of the dudes like everyone loved so much and like so they're playing to that demographic and then now they're making a romance game. And I'm like, hey, you, know you guys are leaning into your fucking demographic. And I'm not even upset about it. I'm just like, this is mean, nah, to I mean, this it, is fuck to it's smart as it's fuck smart. for them. I remind, it, it kind no of gets, shame. It's the
1: same as like you know, half the Sonic games that come out now. You're like, you know what you're doing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah they embrace the new uh, audience of Sonic. <laughs> the, uh, the Of the furry persuasion. Yeah, um, yeah it's interesting anyway uh yeah the game you're proposing is a nightmare for me as a silent hill fan uh and as not a life a strange fan uh pyramid head romance that'd be interesting whatever but uh there's a demographic for that fucking game he's proposed and uh maybe konami should hire you that's all i'm gonna say
1: yeah it'll be the most bizarrely written romance with the most interesting characters they're gonna
0: be like silent hill bizarre we like it We're going to sell this to everybody. So thanks for, uh, that, uh, horrible nightmare you've given me, but, uh, also potentially got some people excited over anything else. All right. Well, thank you, everybody who watched the Silent Hill video. That thing was struggling to get 100 views, and then it's at 507 now. So thank you, everybody who watched that. I really appreciate it. And uh, thank you, everybody who commented. It's always a lot of fun reading your guys' comments. Remember, type in hashtag AskTLG in your comment if you want it to be read for sure. Otherwise, I read it at random. But that's going to do it for this episode of TastyCast, episode 167. As always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on our links uh, to our socials and streams linked down below i need to stream again i keep telling myself to do that and i don't fucking do it um and yeah we have discord linked down below you can talk to us anytime all the time we're on itunes spotify and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us in audio form all linked down below and we have a patreon if you'd like to support the channel more than liking, commenting sharing and subscribing if you're brand new and yeah i've been seth Thank you Chevy for joining me and thank you guys for joining me until the next episode, which will be plus club unless something crazy comes out and we got to talk about it. Have a good one and take it easy.